okay we got uh, this oh hello welcome to the oh god it's too high pitch hello welcome to the 40k spice center i'm your host rob joined by my three co-hosts john tom and luke and summer um uh... <laughs> nailed it <laughs> thank you thank you uh hello everyone uh john how are you are you well yeah, really good. Uh, I got travel sick so bad from being on a bus yesterday that I had to sleep for two hours. So I'm rock and roll, man. Rock and roll. Okay. Well, good, good. Uh, I want to catch up with you more in a minute. Uh, Tom, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I got in about an hour ago. And as I did, the content that we're going to be covering today was on my doorstep. So I'm even happier now that I've actually got the thing that we're going to be talking about. It's going to be great. Tira Nids. Okay, excellent. Uh, and look at Summer. How are you? <laughs> Oh no, he's not going to talk to me. Yes, that's right. If you haven't <laughs> What's been he keeping done? track, at the start of lockdown, uh, Logan joined us for some streams and slowly over the course of time has become a regular co-host, which I'm very happy about. And then since that has begun, started painting a unit of Vanguard veterans over two years ago. And now, Logan, where are we up to? What was funny was you were like, I'm on it. Ninth edition's landed. I've got the Vanguard Vets. They're way cheaper. Everyone's talking about eradicators, you're idiots. Vanguard Vets. And now, like, a year later, yeah, you're like, shit. <laughs> Did not capitalize on that. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's lovely to have everyone here. Oh, no. Oh, am I muted? No, no, I saw oh. it now. You were, but you're not now. Haters. I know. I did that on purpose. <laughs> uh, maybe everyone's <laughs> muted. No one's muted. You can hear him now. Logan, do you want to say hello to the chat? Hello, 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 hello. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah. I'm just going to take my stream off mute and check. Yeah, now. yeah I, I just you, did the same. We can hear. We can hear everyone. I trust promise me. you, I fixed it. I fixed yeah. it. I fixed it. I can we don't have myself. an idiot in charge this yeah, week. If you, if you can keep count, telling us, your chat, because we don't see the first six or seven times someone says muted, but the eighth time we'll get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> can we get t-shirts with names for all the hosts yes what a fantastic idea <laughs> no we can only get the logan summer t-shirts available at all Redbubble uh shops which is the one shop online i think no yeah can oh, i get I one in comic sans that just says it but in like yellow writing on a blue t-shirt <laughs> i think the most important Please. thing we can get is a uh, falcon t-shirt i think that's got to be a priority and then after oh my that God. we could move everything else on we should 100% get a Falcon t-shirt before Stat Center can get one. Yeah. Yes. Mate, yes. and then file for copyright immediately. <laughs> <laughs> should we just get... Should we get like a winter shirt? Just different 40k <laughs> content creating shirts. Oh, there is, a, there is an update on that though, Rob. Okay. Okay. So Winters played a battle report with the guy who came second, okay? And they played uh, for... At, oh, sorry, wow. specifically at where? Uh, at Mikey's. Oh, uh, wait. Um... At uh, SNGT that was held with, and, and Winters stomped it with his Dark Angels, okay? Yeah, he's a stomping uh, machine. And Winters has lost his unofficial best player in the world <gasps> belt. What? Who to? To Mikey of Hellstorm Wargaming. No way. Yeah. What a try. I'm going to have to drive all the way over there 20 minutes north and get it back. Okay. <laughs> and deliver it to Winters' house. Yeah, personally. that's it. That's it. We stand Winters. So you're going to go over and challenge Mike. You're going to bring the brief, yeah. run in with the briefcase yeah. and challenge Mike. The problem Mikey. is, I can't do it. And until... then, 
and then you're going to go and play Winters again. And, and I'll intentionally lose. Doom. Yes. Well, I, yeah. I won't really matter. If I intentionally or unintentionally lose, I'll still lose to Winters because he's the best player in the world, of course. But uh, the problem is, I, I can't do it yet, lads. I need your help to go and oh. take the belt off Mikey, okay? Why? What do you I need, need everyone to, to go into the Warhammer TV chat tomorrow and spam Craft World's Codex drop. So that I can get the craft world codex and beat Mikey with it. It's leaked. It's out. It's apparently, online. Apparently, it? you don't even need okay. a new codex to win with craft world. I mean, I don't. But it would it, just to shore up, you know, shore up the uh, entire situation. I need, I need the new craft world codex. The best players in the world lost to Manny probably. with it. <laughs> Was that this weekend? That wasn't this weekend, right? No, but we actually did get a new meta watch this week, and it we was did. better. I've got it on the screen if oh, you want to you? talk about oh, it. Yeah. That was the best segue we've ever done, and it was not at all planned. wasn't even planned. Look yeah, at I that. These people think we've got a run of show and stuff. Yeah. I bet they... I yeah. need to just go past the fake James Workshop. What is this? Uh... Last week we did. Last week we had talking yeah. points. We segued quite well last week, I think. Like, last week oh. we segued well. This poor um, fella is dressed as a guardsman at the top, by the way. What, in this article? I like yeah, yeah. this. It's you cool might, as you, fuck. But... You guys might not have seen, but uh, on the stat show on Monday, um, there was an Age of Sig oh. there was an Age of Sigmar event where only seven people attended. Unfortunately, it was the oh, FLG. The, so the <laughs> Does new... that qualify as a super major for AI? <laughs> All right, let's keep it. Down, was it an opener shall we? An invitational? Right. Was it an invitational? Oh my god! Was it the seven best players in the world, or was it just seven dudes that showed up? It was just seven dudes that turned up. It was the FLG. Excellent. So they had the New Orleans <laughs> Open this weekend, I think, or something. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right? Something they like did that. something like that so they had the new orleans event and at the new orleans event um uh, only seven agency my players turned up but the important point was uh is a sub 30 percent win rate army uh, took the event out um and arguably the best content i've ever produced uh, appeared from that event uh, but this relates to what you guys were saying and specifically the guardsman that we're seeing on screen right now because and this is super important uh this is oh no where is it um screenshot uh, this is this is the comment that was left. Hey Rob, I was at the New Orleans Open. I played against said Skaven player at the top table. He is a very skilled at what he does. He was wearing a giant cheese hat. I basically tabled him, aside from Thankwell. But he was able to score more objective points than me. <laughs> I wouldn't discount the info. Weirdly, I discounted the info, but I loved the comment. And what I, I was mean... thinking is, why do not why do more people not do fancy dress at events? That's what I wanted to ask. This man should be embarrassed, though, for one simple fact. <laughs> Why? Doesn't he, he obviously doesn't own an iron. Look at his fucking fatigues. He would have been shot by a commissar just for I mean, that. That's not, yeah, uh, that's there's, not passing. There's also one other thing that's missing, no. Scribble. I don't know if it's because of event protocols, but he doesn't have a fixed bayonet. It just, you know. it just makes me uncomfortable. Although well, I love someone dressed as a guardsman. <laughs> So many creases <laughs> on that top, man. Terrible. Yeah, it, I mean, he's, he's clearly actually... been leaning over a lot of tables, to be fair. The table height was probably quite high. He's, he's not even got it tucked in at the front. Uh, what, do, you, do you, What's his name? Perk? Dirk? Is this guy called Dirk? I don't know. Uh, but, uh, I don't know. It's still pretty cool. Like, he's, done a, he's put a good yeah, effort in. It's impressive. Right? It's yeah, very impressive right. otherwise. Yeah. I, think I, just, I, I think he looks that's cute as good, shit. That's some good, yeah, it looks um, good. foam. It's good, some some good foam body armor work. Yeah, yeah. And also, you can see the uh, the Age of Sigmar event in the background kicking off. Um, <laughs> Just that one guy <laughs> <laughs> with those Sylvaneth Wildwoods and those. I think the other look like essentially cardboard boxes. The fact that he thought that you need to know about the cheese hat for your stats review. 
Mate, it's like one hundred percent win rate with cheese hats. Dude. I kind of want to see you coming like a full weeb outfit playing Eldar. Like I'm really down for that. <laughs> right, like, buy, buy, me a, buy me a Sailor Moon costume, and I will wear it to Sheffield. Oh, no! Sla- I will wear it to Sheffield Slaughter and run Kragnos around. Well, no, that's not the same. I want some Eldar boys. I want some Eldar Remind boys. Remind me after the show is finished about Sailor Moon cosplay. <laughs> Don't. Okay. <laughs> it's not for. It's not for the show. <laughs> Isn't there that really muscly guy that like sings heavy metal dressed as Sailor Moon? Basically, that's me. As well, who? There's, there's, an, it's like um, it's called Lady Baby or something. It's a metally looking guy, massive muscles, dressed as like Sailor Moon, with two little Japanese girls singing with him, and he's like growling along. Really, I haven't seen that. Yeah, super cool. Okay, all right. I'll excellent. send you. Excellent. I, I, when is the like um uh? Oh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, MetaWatch article. I was just going to ask when when the fancy dress um, a forty we k crossover world. Quickly. Can I yeah. can I put something in the WhatsApp and completely derail the? the, the I will close WhatsApp, but please put it in there because I know what's going to happen if I read something out of the WhatsApp. So <laughs> this is this obviously can't be repeated. Okay. Um, well, yeah. we're we're not ever looking at that again. Oh no! Oh, oh, no. Fellow, oh, no. Fellow, oh no! The fellow oh, no. in this. <laughs> Ladybeard, there you go. He's someone that I know. Okay, I'm out. God. I'm out. Right. So the 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 Meta Watch, <laughs> the Meta Watch article, um, has some new things. Uh, it, that we've seen new, we've seen new uh layouts. We have. For, Barely. Uh, interestingly, it turns out that if you just have a, a very simple straight fire lane as a cross piece in the center, it's not that good. Who would have predicted? New? They look the same. Thing? Are they not the same? No, that's the same. same ones have used for yeah, they're, they're the last the couple of events. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. But the uh, the important point was, I think the key feature here that I want to address with you guys is several trends were illustrated at Austin GT. Not all the events taken in, but specifically Austin. And that was <laughs> Drukari performed slightly better than before. Now, scroll down. Scroll down. Do it. Come on, show us the bar chart. Show us the bar chart. Come on, Rob. Come on, buddy. There you go. Now we know why they angled them. Oh, yeah. look at that. Oh, yeah. That's the same. Okay. okay. Uh... <laughs> it, it looks less of a distance because they've angled it, Rob. I mean, at least it's under 75. Well, this is... The... I said this on a, a previous stream earlier in the week, and I kind of wanted to get your guys' opinion. Why does it start at zero and go to 100? Why are they like... Why don't they start at 30? Because it would, look to... wor- it would look way worse. <laughs> also, you can never discount the possibility of a win rate going over 70%. Well, okay, okay, okay. okay but like... Or going like, below 30 Wasn't sort of a cane in Age of Sigmar 2 at like 70-something? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. But you could do... Okay, okay, you could do 20 to 80 and you'd knock off 40%, that, right? That sounds like a challenge, Rob. We need to get an 80-plus percent win rate, army. Oh, I think it's. I think it's. That's Croftworld. Yeah. Here it comes. Just, We're ready. Boom. What are you say, Logan? Um, I think it's just probably easier to throw it up like this. I don't mind it like this either. Uh, it's the slant is what I have the biggest problem with. The slant is the thing that really grinds. Should, should we describe this bar chart for podcast pros? Oh yeah, go for it. So basically, we've got this bar chart on the Warhammer Community article. You can take a look at it um, after after you listen to the show if you like. Um, and Drakari's win rate is somewhere around the 65%. I want to say it's difficult to tell with a slimy bar chart. 
I mean, the next highest is custom. Well, that's why they I do like it, how they didn't put the numbers next to it. Yeah, just get I, I feel like that's intentional. Yeah, yeah, have to yeah. guess them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the next one, and Custodes looks like it's a good 10% lower <laughs> than the Dracari one. Yeah, which is the next I, highest I one. I would say that Custodes is below... Oh, we've got 50... I think it's 60, there's because if it's 65-ish for Dracari... I would say it's below 60, but only just. Only just. Yeah. What, the win rate? Well, that, oh, for custodians. Custodians. Yeah. It's difficult to tell, though. Also, uh, it is worth this noting. It's such so, a bad way of showing the data. While we're here as well, um, they said that they've taken a huge amount of data. So they've taken about 2,000 games here. Now, if you actually look at the factions <laughs> represented... Yeah, I know. Yeah, stop laughing, Scribber. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, if you look at the factions Can't represented look. here, you've got Space Marines, you've got Space yeah. Wolves, You've got yeah. Death Watch. Blood Angels, You've got Blood Dark Angels, Dark Angels. But I can't see Iron Hands, which is which is weird as a European. I can't yeah. see Salamanders. I can't no see Ultramarines, and I can't see no White Scars. So they've taken the 2000 games. Okay, so I can see field. what they've done. I'll tell you yeah. what they've done. Yeah. What they've done is they have included. Only the, the Space Marine supplements. From the 9th edition ones, not the 8th edition ones. Okay. So they included the 8th edition so, ones under the Space Marine banner, but the 9th edition ones that they want to sell. And... Dark Angel, Space Wolves. Mm, that's and weird. Yeah. But no Black Templars yet. Black Templars aren't there because no, there's not enough data, obviously. Yeah. Well, and also, I haven't really seen yet. anyone really pick up Black Templars yet. I'm kind of curious, but hey, we'll see. Apparently, they're the best Space Marine chapter, is all the chatter from the allegedly best players in the world. Oh, nice. So, uh, that's good. Mm, that's good for, that's that's good for those I'm... people. Yeah. Um, I look forward to mm, Well, don't you worry about mm, it. I no. play. <laughs> so I'm going to catch up with everyone now. I'm going to catch up with everyone, see how everyone's been. Um, we'll talk about the Meta Watch article more Can in I a second. Can I just say, yeah? whilst we've still got this graphic. Oh, do it, up, do it, do it. It's hilarious to me that Grey Knights, Orcs, and Chaos have the same win rate. That feels not right, doesn't it? Yes. And, that is a good and, point. And, yeah. Grey Knights should be way Given higher, that this. This this statistics takes into account all of the events. Is this only Austin? This is only Austin. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah, yeah. And Admech only probably like fifty one percent. Fixed it, boys. They fixed it. Crazy. Necrons. The though. game's fixed. We have you rotated it? In we MS did Paint? scroll all the way past the go first win rate that proves the game is. Well, no, balanced. I'll go back to I'll go back to it. Mm, well, let's yes. go back and uh, and look at this because it's worth looking about. So <laughs> it's nice to see the meta is very healthy. Um, some yes. other <laughs> trends that were illustrated: Drakari performed slightly better than before. Um, Wonder why? Uh, Orcs <laughs> performed well, but not as well as Orlando. Okay. Uh, Adeptus Mechanicus were not as dominant as a, as at prior events. Okay. Uh, Imperial and Chaos Knights yeah. performed very well. Including a top bracket. That's embarrassing as fuck, by the way. <laughs> including a top bracket showing by the latter. Well, this is this is all the stuff that they've done in the data slate, right? So they're trying to say, look, we've done the data slate. Let's see how it's affected. Oh yeah, yeah. And then Chaos Space... is this part of someone's yeah. like personal kind of development review for the end of the year, where they're like, look, we did this thing, we fixed this, give me some extra money. <laughs> what, like, That's what this feels like to me. Like his KPIs. Yeah, yeah. I'm really, really happy to see that the buffs that they gave Necrons. <laughs> just work wonders for the faction 
Yeah, that call was really a problem, man. I mean, it is a bit of a placebo, right, though? And we, and we said that when the Necron thing dropped. It's definitely a placebo, so it would be good to see how, how it does. Um, but yeah, we can go through the Jakari thing in a little more, bit more detail. I want to talk about the Knights a little bit as well, though. <laughs> say, um, it definitely does improve. It definitely does improve Knights, but I think the fact that it made top bracket is embarrassing. Not the fact that Knights improved. I think Knights definitely think the, are better. I think the good but... thing for Knights as well is it, is it improves the build that people already take. Um, yeah. yeah. Necrons, yeah. I can understand what it I mean, I'm, I'm memeing a bit, and I can understand why the Necrons have like a 35% yeah. win rate, because you're going to have to completely reevaluate the entire faction based on the core changes, which is still probably not going to be well, enough, but it's not 35% win rate bad. Yeah. Well, while we're there, um, I'll, I'll quickly finish up on the Knights, and then we'll move yeah, down sorry. to the kind of low win rate factions. Though you'll find it, it just is one of those things where I think we're a gatekeeper faction, and if they're making it into the top eight of your tournament, yeah. I think that's a problem for your overall meta. Uh, and it's a good indicator of how competitive it is as a field. Uh, when we're looking at the Necrons, I think you're absolutely right on the rebuilding them up from the ground up, but I think the Chaos Space Marines need it way more. Because it, it's not even just that they have a low win rate, but how do you even write a list for this faction? There are so many sources sprawling out all over the place, it's almost impossible, as far as I'm concerned. I would have to pull out, like, a dozen books and then work out which ones which I'm one? missing at this point. For Chaos Space Marines, then I need to work out what's Legend did. It's just such a, a bloated overall faction, but it, it's actually a chore writing a list, even more so than any other faction. Uh, well... So you end up with only one trick. I don't want to. I don't want to be. I don't want to be a dick about it. But I actually played Chaos Space Marines this week, or against them, in my oh, game of forty k. Yeah. Was it? Was it a guy who only plays Chaos Space Marines? Uh, yeah, Declan. How <laughs> many chainsaws? That, that's very weird. He's, he's great. He's fantastic. We had a great game of forty k. I had a lovely the, time. Um, my it, my point is that no one's going to go to a tournament or sign up for a tournament and think, you know what, I fancy playing Chaos. Space Marines just for one event because the amount of effort you have to go to just to make a legal army yeah. is insane. With that, well, with what, that I, what I liked about uh, Declan is Declan's like, I've got a World Eater army. I was like, yes. Basically, I only signed my Orc army up to play against other melee armies, and we just fucking melee in the middle, basically. To be fair, he had two. He's trying to fight he had boys. Two Leviathan yeah. dreads, but I fucking um, murdered those fucking tank bots early doors, uh, which is super important. Um, uh, the Go First win rate as well. Let's go talk about that. Um, at the top, uh, because it's been fixed. Uh, it's exactly 50%, right, as the overall. overall. Okay, well, no, that's the overall from the rounds. So first first round, second round, the go first win rate wasn't as high. Rounds four, five, six, it was a little bit above high. Obviously, no actual number. There's just a line. Uh, and then round seven, eight, uh, it was below. And so overall, 50% win rate. So they fixed it, boys. They fixed the go first win rate, uh, which is so. Wait a minute, how wasn't round eight the final? Yes, wasn't it an elimination bracket? Or am I wrong? I think it was an elimination bracket. Yeah. So how can you have a fifty percent win rate of go first in the final? Uh, I don't know. Maybe because maybe they. It's either a hundred or zero. There was one game. But may... no, maybe they maybe they uh, had the the players play. Uh, the semi, like the not semi-final, but yeah, you know third I mean? and like, fourth, third and fourth, playoff. yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why I was asking if it was elimination or not, because sometimes they just don't don't do it. I know normally they do when it's a bracketed and you have to carry on playing. Um, oh, uh, Darren reckons it's because they're all useless, um, and we've lost Tom, <laughs> um, which is sad. Uh, Tom looks really quiet. concerned. Yeah, he's yeah. just really concerned. Look, he's just staring at these stats. 
So, so Rob, very you're, perturbed. Yeah. So you're telling us that they fixed the win rate, like going first. Yep, it's fixed. fixed on it. these current map, on these current missions, and they're going to go release a new mission pack to screw it all up again. Yeah, John, but they've already thought of this through. Don't worry, and they're going to nail it. So I'm keen. I'm super keen for this. Right? They're yeah, gonna. We'll they're, they're gonna absolutely smash it. Um, these terrain maps are pretty funny as well. And also, surely they're horrible to play on. Huh? They're horrible to play on. It's... What are sorry? The the uh, the perspex maps. Uh, how come? Oh, that... Cool. Because the the perspex and the terrain just slide around each other. It's it's like oh, as in physically. The yeah, it's physically awkward. You just move the terrain, and basically, you could just have those perspex blobs and just go. We don't need terrain. Job done. <laughs> oh. That's basically what they were doing on, in a lot of the video. Like you were watching, like uh, Manny would just pick up a bit of ruins to move their stuff, and then put it back because it didn't almost matter at that stage. Really, so you're either train or not. Well, it does when you're touching it because mm. you still got true line of sight. Yeah, when you're touching it, but... but you know what I mean. Like the the whole interaction yeah. of it, it's like there's a wall of it. After that, it's definitely really an matter. abstraction. Yeah, it just takes a little bit Which of the I kind don't of mind. To be <sighs> honest with you, true line of sight's really a bit wanky. It doesn't give any. It's either you're in or you're not, and I kind of like that. There's none of that ambiguity of like, do I? Can I see there? It's like if it touches any of that perspex, it's there. Well, it, you can see it. Sorted. But you can't see it. You can't. You can't see it. if you if you're going through the perspex at all. So, there's nothing. So you don't you like the map that's what I like. I like. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like the map, feels... or you do. Yeah. <laughs> John, which one? Do you like it or not like it? I like the way it isn't ambiguous. I just also don't like the way that it becomes so black and white in a... There isn't any kind of... The terrain almost doesn't matter at that stage. It could just be cardboard walls. Oh, okay. I know what you mean. Like, why make that pretty terrain and it not matter? I... It's that weird kind of... I'm just... Look, it's the whole kind of... I just I don't know. It just, I, I, the problem I, is, right? The problem is... Making pretty terrain... Isn't practical. With true line of sight... <laughs> makes the game really complicated to play. Mm-hmm. If... Agreed the shape of your terrain doesn't matter and you're doing abstractions, Yeah, you can have terrain that looks amazing with all kinds of beautiful yeah. windows and battled and shapes and stuff. When it's true line of sight, that's why we have L-shaped ruins with no windows in because mm. it really, really makes a difference. Whereas when you would do abstractions... And you're like, yeah, if yeah. it goes, if, if, if the line of sight goes through this, it doesn't matter if it, if there's a dink out of the window, if your, if your weapon's poking out the corner, if there's a hole here where a bullet hole has been drilled through for effect, I can say, no, it doesn't matter. And it makes it a lot more straightforward to play. Um, so yeah. I like that about it, but Perspex <laughs> squares definitely look shit. Oh, they need, it just, it's obnoxious to play on. It slides. Yeah, I'm not. Even if you don't mean to, not the terrain goes. Okay, if, if we can all agree that the, the terrain looks shit, I, I want to kind of get into a little bit about what makes terrain practical, right? Because I think there are two mm. things. One of which you've already touched yeah. on, Logan, which is it needs to be like functional to use and make sense to use, right? The second thing is that it, when you're looking at a, a board, if I were to take all the terrain off, the game's still the same. It just changes the dynamic of how the game operates, right? So the question is, whatever kind of terrain you're going to have, it's just going to move the goalposts around in terms of what's good in the game. The question then is, well, what kind of a game do you want to play, 
like with this map that we see uh, GW using, we've already seen like um, armies of Renown and Admech do quite well on it. We've seen uh, double hive guard or hive guard builds do quite well on it as well because you can push them quite far forward, screen out enough, and still reach enough of the board that you can able to hit all four ruins. And that's the kind of game that you've got that you get when you play with this style of board. Now, is that the most fun that you can have on the table? Then maybe, well, maybe I don't know. If you think it is, then you probably like the setup. If you think it's practical, but the same with like. Uh, planet bowling ball you're going to end up with less indirect line of sight shooting but it's going to create a different gaming experience so what defines a good board is firstly practicality and secondly what kind of a gaming experience it creates and what kind of a gaming experience you enjoy is always going to well i say it's always going to be subjective but that's not entirely true i mean it certainly leads the meta as well yeah 100 when we just had a bunch of wtc heavy terrain boards it was just infantry bouncing yeah ruins to ruins yeah fly was very valuable yeah yeah like you know, anything with flyer that was infantry that could just go straight through walls, mm. over walls, over, you know, um, that was the thing. Yeah. Now you've got this where out of line of sight shooting is very prevalent. That's why flyers needed to get looked at in general. 100%. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's. It, it, it definitely, definitely leads, leads to the meta. meta, meta. And, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, just, you can just. I think, I think it's good, good now that, now we, that have, we have. Some, some distinct, distinct different, different types, types of terrain, terrain, terrain because, because then, we can, then we can at a high, high, high level, level get a, a feel, feel for where the game, game goes, goes with yeah, the different yeah. types of terrain, terrain because you've got for some reason it just randomly echoes uh, for like a second. I don't know why. It just, it was just, I did nothing. It's to enunciate the point. It's to enunciate. Yeah, yeah. It's, to enunciate it's a really point. important point it's being made. Yeah. <laughs> Sabotage again. Yeah. But then it breaks mm. out individually. First it after. was mute. Now it was echo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just a quick one. I just want to shout out Marty 8 Hoy. Uh, thank you for resubscribing. G Howard uh, for resubscribing. I see all of you. Big love to you. And our first time chatter in the chat. Loyal Tripper. Love a first time chatter. Welcome to the gang. Uh, let us know how you ended up here. Uh, were you a hydro homie? Were you uh, whatever, right? Might have all fixed itself now. Um, yeah, so hopefully that, um, you know, now that we have probably four distinct types of terrain, which would be LGT, WTC, Games Workshop, and then the FLG player placed, they're four distinct dynamics. And when they're all being used regularly at a high level, we can see where the game goes with each and then you can make a decision based on what type of game do we want we probably don't want everyone gets charged turn one and they die we also probably don't want everyone gets shot off the board turn one and they die we want a dynamic game that has play in turns three four and five and we'll find that based on putting together these different terrain layouts so i'm 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 happy that we have different answers i think it's good whether they're the right answers we won't know for a while um, yeah, like, again, I, I'm always keen, and I think you can make pretty boards. It just costs money. It just costs money. You can make pretty boards yeah. that work, and I agree with you. I think abstraction is the right way for that. Um, this go first win rate. You can go to terrainplus.store, uh, which is available if you type exclamation mark terrain in the chat, probably, but probably also not. Um, so... It is. It works. No, it isn't. That goes to that goes to another person who also makes great terrain. Oh. Uh, uh, fix your nightbot. But maybe John will fix it. So there you go. Um, you guys can go check it out if you want. Uh, <coughs> the um, 
uh, we've talked about this enough because as Darren, uh, Darren from Canhammer was in the chat a minute ago. I hope he's still here. Um, uh, he said all of these stats are shit and useless, and I agree. But it is fun. <laughs> uh, it is fun to just talk bollocks about it for a bit, in my opinion, uh, which is pretty cool. Now, Andrew Curry is still fun. Oh, sure. Please. Okay. Yeah. It was... Well, not this one. Not this one. Not this one. The finale was, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alice. In grapevine. Okay. You're all back on now. Apologies, everyone. I know. Listen, That's all I, talk about. I don't know why it does this. It's just completely fine, and then it just fucks. So I'm going to fix it tonight after the show. Do you know what else fucks? Tell me. Uh, people who don't play, do people who don't play Crusade. That's <laughs> true, Tom. <coughs> Damn it! Yeah. You're right. The, um, yeah, yeah, screw that. Right, okay. So before, because I've missed a section at the start of the show, so I just want to catch up with you guys. How are you all, John? Catch me up about how you are, please. What's been going on? Done any 40k this week? Uh, I have done for the second week in a row. I've not played any 40k. Oh. I played three games of Warcry in an evening. Yeah, I played Warcry and I lost oh. everyone, and I didn't care. And then I played Blood Bowl on Monday and lost as well. So I'm basically a loser. Oh, bless you. Uh, it was great, though. The Blood Bowl was great because I actually killed a player outright. And that, that to me, is like scoring. Okay. And I've taken to any time something goes well in um, Blood Bowl to do a Darren Watson. And I literally put my arms in the air and just shout football. And the entire club looks at me like, what the I thought you were going to say uh, you take your top off. But uh, we'll tell no, you as well. I'm literally okay. going, football. And they'll just look and just like, what are the weirdos in the corner uh, doing? All the 40k guys are there going, oh, I'm not in line of sight. Ooh. And there's us all just having a laugh instead. So much more okay. fun. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, is your excitement to play 40k reduced at the moment because you did a lot of events or you're waiting for a book that inspires <sighs> you or what's going on? I'm, I'm in that weird limbo for chapter approved. Okay. I want, I want the new points because then I can start planning for my next events in January, February. Don't... Because until then, I don't really know. And like, it's what like, do you want from if, chapter approved? Yeah, yeah. Just, just to know, just to know what the points are changing to, because if orcs change drastically, they change. I drastically. can then plan to paint. I just like, want to know the new missions, man. And then the missions to, pra- to actually practice mm. those, because now I know they're coming. I don't feel I'm gaining anything out of practicing the current ones because <clears throat> I like to play what I'm going to be playing rather than just theorizing that it might be like using the bits we've got from uh, Warcoms isn't a way of practicing for me. So okay, interesting. Uh, what, do you, what do you think they'll go on pre-sale at the end of January at the same time as LVO? Oh, interesting. I think they will. Do you? I think so. Yeah. Interesting. I think I think having them out before LVO will detract from LVO. They might want to detract from LVO, though, to be honest with you. Yeah? Because it's not their event, is it? Yeah. Competition. Well, sort of. Well, it, like, we have to think about it, right? Like, those two, like... How did how... they've done their finale? So it's technically a new season. If your event happens after the finale, it's a new season. Yeah, are those? I, I don't. I, I, I don't remember if those guys got on with each other or if there was like um, secret kind of like yeah, we get on with each other, but secretly they kind of like stare daggers at each other. You know what I mean? Um, between Nova and uh, an FLG, but I'm not sure, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know when they'll put it out. Do, what do you want from it, Logan? Do you know if you want anything from it at all? <laughs> um, uh, more useful secondaries would be nice. The changes I've seen so far are pretty interesting. I think the 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 minimum three model unit count 
to complete whichever secondary it is. I can't remember. Is a bad rod. Yeah, is a bad new rod. Retrieve yeah. Nakmund data. Um, why do they keep changing the name? Rod was fine. Everyone used Rod. Only. Rod was funny. Um, I don't think they like people calling it Rod. Yeah. I think that's why they, they wanted people to take it seriously. Really? Yeah. Changing it, changing you, that to three. Because you could have Rod and Ass. Yeah. You could have Rod and Ass, and people would just love and saying that because we're all children. Of course. Um, I think well, I, I did not notice it. I think their change <laughs> to um, to Rod is is bad, based on. Um, you know, elite armies. I think, I think just not letting characters do it would have been fine. Okay, it's pretty big. Because um, because they, they added in biker keyword, yeah. but then they've missed out one of the most important keywords, cavalry. Oh no, cavalry can't do anything other than be shit. Exactly, exactly. Like most demons on their cavalry. I don't see long. a problem with <laughs> Wait, my cavalry fucking single slab. models, single models in elite armies. Or even two model mm. units in elite armies completing rod. I don't see why it needs to be three because that again benefits armies that can take trash on the cheap and complete secondaries a bit easier. Um, I'd like to see some more secondaries for elite, more elite armies um, that are more interesting because the ones that they've got in. Thousand Sons and Grey Knights are pretty shit, to be honest with you. Um, Speaking of armies that uh, can take trash on the cheap, are we ready yeah. to talk about Tyranids? Not yet. Not yet. No, I haven't no. even seen how oh, everyone okay, is. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't just wondered if Tom, you wanted to talk about if you've done any 40k this week. If you've done any 40k, what are you clipping out? People interested? <laughs> Not at all. So, so basically, um, I decided I was going to actually tidy my office yeah. properly, right? So I've got all my armies away. We're all on shelves, all yep. in really useful boxes, everything sorted. But I've got a bit carried away, okay? So all of the stuff that was in my, like, tool uh, storage areas, that's all now on the landing. All of the stuff that's, that was in the garage, that's yep. now on the landing. As I'm trying to rejig everything, put everything But you've rejigged it onto the landing. Space. I have rejigged it onto the landing um, as I put things into the correct boxes and get it all sorted properly. Um, so I can then go around all the shelves and, you know, pay it up, no problem. Should be all right. And that's all the 40k okay. I've done. I didn't watch some 40k, though. I didn't watch any streams, but I've uh, been lurking the yep. Discord service again, looking for the hot new builds okay, that out nice. of Poland. I like this section. Yeah. Is there found, any of the uh, new builds out of Poland? I, want, I wanted to know what the hot new takes uh, were out of Reddit, actually. Yeah, Tom. And Facebook. Oof. Oh, I, I, I have no idea. I haven't, I haven't read either and Facebook those. specifically. <laughs> Facebook specifically. To be honest, I'd rather go back to the Facebook group than the uh, Reddit. Reddit one. So, yeah, yeah, we'll leave that one. What's, while what's alone, happening but, on uh, Poland Watch? Poland yeah, Watch. We should put this it. every week. This is hot. Yeah, well, uh, I need to test it, but uh, we've we don't need to. Don't Dukari need to test. Bill. You just report. Just report. You just report, report from Poland. What's coming okay. out? What news is coming out from the Polish front? Yeah. Okay. Doesn't want to tell us. I uh, oh. I heard the uh, the art of war talking, okay, okay about oh. a hundred and twenty okay. racks, and which how obviously it, uh, has not seen the table, it, especially yeah. not in this photograph of yeah, Manny Chima. Only theory and his competition <laughs> no, Drakarist. No. Yeah, they're saying uh, it's only a theory, and no madman has ever played one hundred and twenty racks, and they're accurate. No one has played right. one hundred and twenty racks. 
but I know some people who've played a lot more. A lot more racks. <laughs> okay. Is it because some of the racks were actually uh, upgraded? I don't. So they weren't actually racks anymore. I mean, that that's one of those lists where I'm like, oh, Tom, you, you, you're leaking less than like, mate, I'm not leaking a hundred odd, like several hundred racks to the world. It's the same as the Talos build, is it? It's, it's like, oh, yeah. The, uh, I can't believe someone was a genius enough to think of taking nine Talos in an army and like, yeah, sound. Yeah. So, uh, racks could be the new stonks. Okay. Uh, invest in racks. Well, they were in the, they, uh, they were in the top five best units in the game by a certain collective of best players in the world. It's true, but for some reason, commandos weren't right. in the top 10 and some garbage was. How so, dare they? You know. uh, hi, how dare they? Um, <laughs> hey, OJ. I did actually agree with most of that list, yeah. though, to be fair. It's just uh, Commando's Missing was a little bit of an omission. Okay, I think. all right. I like this poll watch. So poll watch is by 180 racks. That's a good starting point. More. <laughs> Once you get those edge highlighted. More. <laughs> edge highlight those yes, 180 racks. Then come oh. back and let me know. Rob, have you, can I introduce you to a, a uh, new no, painting method? Oh. It's called uh, oh, Shake it's and Bake. New. It's not new. Um, I, I, oh, it's not new. Well, so yeah, interestingly, thanks for asking, uh, Tom. It. I think you're about to ask me how my paintings go in. I think that's what you're about to say. I was. And how are I you? Was. How you what I, was asking, I was asking how you're painting, but you were, how you're shaking. You were well, I wanted to just check with my painting bro, uh, because yeah. we're now, we're also now, uh, simpatico, me and Logan, yeah, we're doing <laughs> units together, right? That's what we did. Look, we're doing it. We're doing mm. it. Me and Logan coming oh, to about. doubles events and team events in 2022. Logan and Rob, yeah, watch out. Um, the whole Honest yeah, War Game crew. It's true. Have you, have you been have practicing, been practicing as well, Rob? Thanks also been for practicing. asking. Boom. So, uh, there just, you go. Nice. Just I'm glad you got we're some gonna sign up. We're going to sign up for a team event and we're going to just hunker down mm. in the T-Sports arena. We're going to close it off. Mm -hmm. Much like the world's biggest esports teams and we're going to have scrim. We're going to run scrims yep. out of the T-Sports arena. We're going to push the franchise leagues everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. S&S, Sama and Symes has a ring to it. Exactly, OJ180. On board. There we go. Oh, there yours you is go. such a cool name, though. Mine's rubbish. Um, uh, but uh, thanks for asking. Logan, how's your painting coming? Just catch us up. Um, I had a terrible day's painting the other day, oh. but yesterday it was much better. I was a lot happier with my progress. Um, it's very frustrating, like, manipulating paint so that you can hold a tip on a brush and yet also have the paint flow off the brush. That is, it's very difficult to do. Um, just the tip. Just the tip. So for me, one of the hardest things in relearning how to paint, which is something I haven't done for many years, but used to be quite good at, is actually um, mixing the paint to the correct consistency. Viscosity. Uh, yes. <laughs> it looks like you just slap water in it and just and then slap it on and that that might work for some people but i'm trying to edge highlight all of my miniatures whoa okay yeah okay that's pretty intense I only two only two layers of edge highlighting by the way so i'm not going crazy not going too far tom does three or four though doesn't hobby, he? hobby hero. Uh, apparently when he's supervised he does do <laughs> tom does <laughs> but but yeah i wait sorry chat made a joke what was the joke have you got a wet palette, Logan? 
Have you got a wet palette? Wet palette Logan. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen. Hold up. This is no joke. Oh, it's red brush. Oh, interesting. Red grass, isn't it? We've all got wet palettes together. We're now a hobby we well, podcast. Get ready. Yes. Look at all of these Windsor and Newton brushes that I've accrued oh, over the I last 10 years. I have an artist years. opus oh, brush. I'm a top tier wanker. Yeah. As I like the, as to me and Tom. Rebranded to Tom. Like yes. this? No, I don't have a case. Perhaps. I don't. What if you had oh. one with your name on? <laughs> you <laughs> You, but no! He's we? got me again! It's just we? like Nova! What's section? No! <laughs> I never get my name on anything! <laughs> I didn't get the Nova Invitational Spinner with my name on, like Bloody uh, Dan I did. did. I didn't get this with my name on it, oh like Logan God. did. I can't believe it. Oh, We've all got trace. wet palettes and artists' brushes. This. We are. No, I don't have. I, I don't have those uh, brushes. I just use red grasses. But did any of you win yours to your hobby ability? <laughs> <laughs> you I will do next year. Yeah, next year. I'm coming in. We're gonna clean up. Yeah, we're gonna smash it. Best hobby. So good. I'm coming for all the hobby awards next year. Um, uh, that's pretty wild. That's pretty wild. Uh, I can't wait for the Honest Wargamer to get legitimate hobby material sponsorship. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. I, th I think that has to be the T-Sports Network. The Honest Wargamer can't take sponsorship. Well, yeah, it'll be so, T-Sports uh, Network, yeah. yeah. But we saw Why how can they not take sponsorship? Yeah. The Honest yeah. Wargamer doesn't take sponsorship. We take none. Because we're free rebels. We can still be free. That's why we take hobby material sponsorship. We can carry on talking shit about the game and balance and all of that stuff. And then we can just shill wonderful Why brushes. Why don't we just do energy drinks? Yeah, I'm on the side. I really like Vallejo. Vallejo are my favourite paints. Yeah. I'll, I'll take free paints from <laughs> any day. Or any, or any company <laughs> that is looking to get into the market. We're big fans of those as well. That has significant marketing budget. We're fans of them. Yeah, whoever they are, get them. Um, don't make yeah. me get the puppet mm. um, because that's an issue. Uh, <laughs> Oh, but, but, but there's appear to be one uh, Kickstart company with a good uh, hey, marketing budget out there. Objectives. And I definitely if don't you want are listening, money. get fucked. How have we managed to ratio them and Lacoon have a comment you section? Were, um, it's incredible. You were, you were looking to get the, the wound markers, weren't you? Oh, no, the wound wang. Sponsorship. The wound did wang. I ever, did I never Dingles. show me your 20 wound wang? Did I never... Did I never tell you so we we at one of our forty K events here, someone was like, Yeah, I've got some wound wangs, what of it? And I was like, What the fuck am I seeing? Like he brought wound wangs. Someone brought wound wangs yeah. to the arena. It was great. Did he invite you around the corner to Yeah. He did look? and I went and joyously. I was like, This is didn't, great. It didn't didn't help. <laughs> didn't need the wound markers for no. long. Um so just to catch you up, thanks for asking. Uh, Logan, great work on the painting. You and me, we're stomping it. Uh, I've currently painted five uh, squig hog riders to completion. No, well, the riders, yes, but not the squigs. The squigs, I'm going to airbrush. Um, I have oh, airbrush you fucking look at you, you try. Um, I have not completely finished. I would say I have painted all of the armor on 15 Vanguard veterans. Oh, that's pretty good. So so all the bone armor's done. Now I need to add, you know, the metals and the pouches and the helmets and stuff. But the armor, 
Well, I'm very, very, very considering whether 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 not, not for anything Wolverine related, but I just can't be fucked to do glowy blue. I want them to be glowing and blue. That's the that's the goal. Okay, okay. But I know I have zero chance of getting that finished because it takes a long time. Okay, so so I've been just watching so, so I've been watching some painting tutorials uh, recently. Um, and uh, little side note. Uh, so this is the first time. This is Rob's first uh, hobby of report. I think ever on the forty k show, maybe. Uh, although I've I've done hobby before, I've painted quite a few armies. Um, streaking grime, I, you know I fell in love with streaking grime. We all know that. Big fan of the streaking grime. Uh, but uh, yeah. I uh, I've been using uh, so the orcs that I've done. I've posted some online uh, for you guys to see on Twitter. Uh, they were majority, and I mean ninety five percent contrast paints. No streaking, no streaking grime, grime at all. Holy fuck, and, that's really good, man. And um, phenomenal stuff. Because the thing is, is I've only seen, I've only seen like, you know, like someone just like slobbing it on before, previously. And I think JJ's in the chat, or he was in the chat. Um, mm. But uh, like, so I've watched a few painting tutorials, specifically glazing videos, etc. Which, by the way, do you know what a glaze is? Yes, I do. It's just a watered-down paint. Mm. Why don't they just say that? Really thin, really thin. It's not a wash, though, because it's different. It's specifically a glaze. That's what it is. Yeah, well, it's just a weird thing. Uh, right. It's it's also easier to call it a glaze than watered-down paint. Yeah. yeah. But how watered-down? Like, why do they call it that? It just blows my mind. Yeah, how watered-down, yeah. Anyway, but they're mainly... My point is, they're almost all contrast paints, which I'm doing right now. Basically, the whole thing is dry brush, well, painted black, apart from the orc skin, uh, and then it's dry brushed white, and then I just yeah. put um, contrast paints over it. And so I have been shading all of my Space Marine power armor with, because it's bone colored, obviously. This work, John, if you want to paint your Deathwing, which I know you know you want to do some more because they're so great. Um, I've been, using, I've been using Wait. skeleton horde contrast yeah. and snake bite leather contrast, but mixed with technical contrast medium, uh, and it works as an excellent shade. Very, very good. Great control. Where the fuck am I? Like? <laughs> <laughs> I am so far around my you comfort zone. I have no idea what's Tom. going you on. You won hobby awards, yeah, and now you're. I don't know how that happened either. <laughs> With the um, with the edging, though, you're using uh, white on, ink, come here, John. Great. So that you get a, so you get the smoother kind of edge highlight because that's what I found was really good on white armor. Yes, excellent. But I haven't really been doing that because I don't like. I'm not looking for the sharp, sharp edges yet. I'm just trying to get them finished. Um, but yes, I do like a bit of white ink. Sweet. Uh, Sweet. Uh, yeah. So, uh, wet <laughs> the dogs. It's anyway. My point is, I'm having a great time painting. <laughs> Uh, because the paints are super easy to use. And even though I previously poo-pooed them, um, uh, you do have to be fairly careful when you apply them, because I'm trying to, like... Um, but, like, it's 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 bonkers. Like, it's so good. That's all I'm going to say. Just so good. I'm, I'm I having an amazing watched, time. 
really, 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 really good painters use contrast paints, but never in the method in which Games Workshop wants no. you to use contrast paints. But there are yeah. lots of uses for yeah. Them, yeah, so. yeah. It's basically just it's just basically yeah, it's just washing basically. But it's so much better anyway. My point is, I've been having an amazing time. I'm really excited about my orcs, and I also played 40k this week against my good friend Declan with his World Eaters, which is super fun. Just like we were talking about with terrain a moment ago, some real problem. Most of my list is cavalry, uh, which is a bit of a problem. Ugh, uh, yeah. I give. I told you this when the book came. Yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. So it's, it's an issue, uh, but I don't care because I'm sticking with my list. I'm having a great time. My <laughs> first game, I didn't use the kill rig very well, so I went way more aggro. That was my main mission: be more aggro with the kill rig. Yeah, and like it's <laughs> fine. I don't think it's great. I think it's, I mean, it's cheap though, right? It's 185 points. So like, it's good, but like, or it's, maybe it's a little bit more, but um, I had a great time. Uh, hello, first time chatter, Sound Fettler. I had a great time. Thanks to Declan. Oh. Um, uh, most importantly, he was really shocked when I told him that my stickers were AP2 damage 2 and I wrecked, fucking wrecked um, a Leviathan Dreadnought with uh, a unit of dejumped boys. Fucking let's go. This is the shooting you didn't even know you had last game. Right? <laughs> I didn't know I had it last game. I discovered it last game, yeah, and was still impressed with it this game, yeah, which is quite nice, right? Um, yeah, which is good. Yeah. You are the Le Chiffre meme. Yeah. <laughs> what? No, oh, no, yeah. no, no, oh, no. No. <laughs> Uh, but I had, I had a lovely time. It was great. Declan was great. Uh, obviously, I think like my book versus his book is probably my book's a lot stronger. Um, uh, but uh, we basically both by turn three we uh, so yeah, your book we, is we totaled each other's armies pretty much by turn three um, because he had like so much output in combat. I had so much output in combat, which was fun. Um, but yeah, really fun. Really really fun. Did did Death to the False Emperors change seem to actually have much yeah, impact? Yeah, because he was running loads of Zerters. Yeah, yeah. So he, it's very good. It was really good. Like he got a lot of those shots off. The the kind of key point I reckon um, for the game um, was oh, I don't really know what the key point was. I think the key point is is that my list isn't very good uh, because it doesn't do because it doesn't because it doesn't do secondaries very well. Like it plays like I'm clearly an Age of Sigmar yeah. player playing 40k. I'm just like charging stuff and killing stuff, right? And then I'm shooting stuff. And sitting on an objective yeah. and just. My primary yeah. game is like through the roof, yeah? And then he's like, do you want to plant a banner? I'm like, fuck no. Fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> what? And give up the objective? Not a chance in hell. Um, but yeah, I had a great time. Really fun. Um, I don't know like where it sits as a list. I think I just get shot off um, by uh, a proper shooty list, but had a great time. Oh, that was what I was going to say. With terrain, it was a real issue with those cavalry units. Like, because he yeah. was using those berserkers, right? That could just move mm. through the terrain mm. and get me. And my cavalry units were having just... I had to I had to circle everything, basically. But I was lucky because I took his shooters out. And your kill rig mm. as well, right? It's so slow to move I, that I, I wonder what would... I wonder what would happen if you took away the breachable keyword from a lot more pieces of terrain. Do you think that that terrain? would be a positive? I don't know. Yeah. I haven't tried it. Let's find so out. Like, say one of the two styles of ruins. If it's really tall, maybe it's not breachable as a result, or maybe the little ones aren't breachable. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure, but yeah, Something, I had right? a great time. Uh, and the the fucking squig hog boys fuck super hard. Um, the other thing is, I've been using two mecha jet scrap jets. Yeah, 
absolutely yep. no idea how they made it through playtesting. I just kept, I just kept shooting. <laughs> I was like, and I've got this shot, and I've got this shot. Oh, by the way, I'm going to charge. And he was like, "There's an orc one as well as a grot one." It's, it's like, so oh yeah, it's there on the model. That's the only reason it's got so many guns. They're like, well, it's on the model. We've got to. I've got two brand new in box down here. I really did it's get big. It's so stars. dumb, Tom. It's right. so many shots. Like, why does it I need even a third exist? One. I can't believe you could take more. Like, dumb. Like, there should be so many more points. But then you hit on five, so you're like, oh, maybe I won't. Uh, but MVP of the game. Uh, I don't know if you know this yet, Tom, but they've changed the they've changed the weapon mm. profile of the bubble chucker. Do you know this? <laughs> oh, this fucking gun. You know this? <laughs> I I did not know this, Rob. But they've please tell me how they've changed the weapon the profile on the bubble chucker, so that you can choose between three types of bubbles. <laughs> you can't choose. You roll. God, Rob. I mean, oh, cheating! Is that true? Cheating! Can we check that. Yeah. Oh, oh it's dear. Completely random. I'm bringing it up right now. Oh. Don't worry. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Put it in the chat. Uh-oh. Neil, get him on please, the list. Please add get him to the Get him on the list. Okay. So yep. roll a D3 yep, yep, yep. to determine which of the profiles below make to make the attack oh, with. Oh, no. And, and, you, and for Ooh, each one, you have yeah. to check each Ooh. of them. So you have to roll per oh, gun as well. It's not like one no. five gets the same one. That's why you get stuck with lots of wobbly bubbles, mate. Oh, yes, I think I'll use the best one for each profile. Yeah, I was constantly rolling wobbly bubbles. Oh, no. Apology video on Twitter. <laughs> I will genuinely post an apology video on Twitter because it needs to happen. Uh, a sincere apology video. Please, please write an apology video like talking about your wobbly right bubbles. I'll and just how do it right now. Classic, classic dense wobble Hello, world. Oh, wait, let's start recording. Let's do this really quick. Hello, world. My name's Rob. I'm a 40k player, and I have something to admit in this apology video. I recently was playing a game with my friend Declan, and I used something called a bubble chucker. I thought that you could choose one of the three weapon profiles that it has. Instead, uh, you have to roll for it. And so I quite often chose the wobbly bubble profile instead of the dense bubble or the big bubble. I'd like to apologize for my behavior, and I will accept my red card from the ITC anytime soon. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, fuck you, Templar Objective, people. Okay, good. Did it. We've done it. That was... We'll get that on TikTok later, right? I, 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 th I think that should be uh, enough okay. placate okay. list for now, Rob. Okay. I feel bad now, because that was... <sighs> okay, you've apologized. Fair, no all longer of the feel profiles bad are great. Overuse all of, your of the profiles models. are great, right? But you don't know which profile you're shooting with when you targeted a unit, right? That's the point. You select a target yeah. and then you're fucked. <laughs> could be a really bad matchup. Uh, it could be great. So, but that's that's orcs, though, right? No, you just take the one units that have the great shooting profiles and just spam them. Uh, I mean, random shit. Yeah, yeah. this is what I was saying to. So, a big shout out to Budtastic Guy yeah. in the chat. This is what I was saying to to Declan was loving it because he was like super serious. He's like, <laughs> okay, I've got a Chaos Lord in here. He's in Terminator armor. He's got this other thing. He's got this other thing. If we run to hit, if we run to wound, he's gonna fucking slap you. I was like, okay, I shoot him with one wobbly bubble. Yeah, and he was like, he fucking died laughing. I was like, I'm putting this in every list. It's so much fun. Anyway, never mind. I'll still put it in the list. What, for 45 points for that joyous moment. So it's priceless, yeah, I really. Guess, I guess it's still funny if I say I'm going to shoot you in my dense bubble. 
if well, it hits. It's, 50, 50 it's chance quite roll. amusing if you say I'm going to target you with my bubble chucker. That's still... Yeah, but then what? And then I, I could make them roll it. Please let me know yeah. what type of bubble I'll be shooting today. Yeah, Amazing. Bubble. Okay. All right. Uh, I don't think any of us can ever top the joy I see whenever I see someone post a video of Owen Jackson doing <laughs> Hand of Dust. Also really good. <laughs> Um, uh, it's no, good. it's also fun rolling two d six shots for a rucker truck squeak. It is, it is it's really fun. super fun. It's fine because I roll lots of threes yeah. on two dice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about. Uh, oh, wait, uh, there was some other news. Uh, really quickly, some other bits of news just to fire through. Uh, super quick. First off, Henry Cavill said on air he would like to play Valdor in a forty k TV show. Logan, uh, you got any thoughts on that? Excellent. He should be allowed to do anything he wants, and Games Workshop should be doing much, much more to engage with this wonderful man. Agreed. God bless you, Henry Cavill. Forever. John, any thoughts on it? I just want them to get him on Warhammer Live or Warhammer Plus or whatever and do a back report with him because that would be great marketing for, say, the Custodes book that's coming out Who next month. Who would like to see him play? Anyone. Literally uh, anyone. I actually like Tom idea. Holland. Yeah. I would like him to be if they did because they're doing Eisenhorn. I think he'd be a good fit. Isn't he? Is he Eisenhorn? No. Young, young Eisenhorn. To totally. But he wants to be. He wouldn't have to do all the he exercise. He wants to be stuff. Valdor. Uh, so, all right, Tom. Yeah. Would you like to? You asked my you like to see him on. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I mean, he's he's out of luck, unfortunately. I also <laughs> want to be Valdor. I think um, you've got a height for so. <laughs> So he's he's gonna have to play Pius or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> Good. Yes. Yeah, really excellent. And I'll play Saint Celestine. It's gonna go really well. It's gonna look. You'll do a great job. <laughs> I really appreciate that. <laughs> and if he does Cal Jericho, I can be scabbers for him. Um, that, yeah. that was the other forty k. Now we're a law show. Yeah, we've gone from a hobby show, a show to a law show. We'll cycle it back. We're we'll not talking it, about we'll any game. About. Let's talk. Let's talk about bloody Tyranids. Okay. We're we doing it. We're doing we it. We have to. Now, okay. before we get into this, John, I want to ask you a question. This is a Tyranid update. Yeah. So if I've got this right, you've got the Tyranid book, the Psychic Awakening. You've also got Warzone Kakaradon. Octarius. Shit. Yeah, you've got book, the... Book yeah. one, not book two. Yeah. No, but it's not book one. Book one's got the character. Oh wait, stuff in sorry, it. they're on the cover. So they're on the cover, gets... but not. Oh, they're in book one of the second Warzone thing. There's two Warzones. Yeah. There's... This is this is Octarius and book. Which was the one with the Drakari? That was uh, um, Book of Rust, which is Caradon. Okay. Which is okay. This one. Cool. So yeah, I've got a few books. Okay. Apparently. Okay. So the first series is Caradon. The second series is Octarius, and they're the first book in so, the second yeah, series. Rising Tide, plus the Psychic Awakening. Plus the codex, okay, plus a white perfect. dwarf. So, to... I'm really glad that we don't have the codex bloat of previous editions. <laughs> well, this is don't forget your got... don't right. forget your imperial armor book that you will need to include the rules for the Malanthrope and the Demacaron, which you absolutely will be running as well. Uh, you mean this forty right. quid? Can, can we just get? I want to get straight into this. First of all, would I have preferred to buy my Cult of Strife, Army of Renown, in a £4.50 or whatever this costs, because I'm a subscriber, I don't know, White Dwarf, or a 30-odd pound campaign yeah. book for my two pages? I would have preferred to buy the White Dwarf, because okay. it cost me less money. Um, 
Is it absolutely dog shit, but they're now releasing rules oh, in White Dwarf? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, it's terrible. That's good. I hate All it. All right, that's what I was going to ask. It's a short term. Pro- it's a short term fix to a long term problem. Can absolutely get. Yeah. Because <laughs> remember when they did this with Imperial Assassins, everyone was hunting they did for copies. It, so it was fucking yeah. dog shit. Because people were like, where do I get my assassin rules? Still, and there wasn't an app at that point, so it was like you had to physically buy an out of print magazine from six months ago to play your fucking it is, rules. Uh, question: uh, Do the Ugh. do the White Dwarf updates get put into the app? No. Oh, no, no. good question. They do on Wahapedia. Though. <laughs> the true app. The, tr- the people's app. Uh... <laughs> I can't wait for app of the year this year. Slam. It's going to slam. It's not an app, though. It's a web page. It's, still, it's, yeah. it's close enough. Yeah, shut yeah, the fuck shut up, up Scribble. <laughs> it We're can be an app. It. It's okay. an app in our hearts. Uh... <laughs> I like yeah. how it's one Russian guy. He must walk around Russia, yeah? Just like... With a wheelbarrow yeah, to carry his be, massive balls. Like he goes in, <laughs> orders himself a shot of vodka or a coffee, whatever he does. Yeah, and they're like... Uh, <sighs> Nothing like a stereotype, <laughs> yeah. Well, pro- probably just like eating potatoes as well. <laughs> wow. Not saying it's wrong, Jeez. but immediately with that. the vodka. I didn't say that. What I'm saying, it uh, doesn't matter. Uh, if, you, if, yeah. if EPUB got updates, I would buy them instead. Uh, agreed, me too. Uh, okay, so yeah, John, I was going to ask you and Logan, but Logan, you've already said get fucked. And John, your final thoughts about uh, it, uh, the updates are landing in White Dwarf? You got any feelings? It's just shit. For for an introductory, like a player that's just got into the hobby, if they were like, right, I like these Tyranids because they look cool, how are they going to know that they've got to go buy White Dwarf this month? Because as soon as the month's over, that, that copy's off the shelf. Unless shit. you subscribe to Plus, and then you can get back copies of in White a year because yep. you can't get yeah shit. But you can't get. The <laughs> I didn't realize that was how it works. Don't make it harder for <laughs> okay. new players. Make it easier. It's so fucking well, yeah. hard. Yeah, it's hard for new people. It's I... so fucking hard to learn this game. It's yeah. it's actually fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I can understand why they're putting most of their time and effort into just getting people into the hobby and painting stuff and putting stuff on their shelves and playing fun little push yeah. around games. Because the, the rules are so fucking bloated, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Like, I, I like I'm sat here dry brushing an orc. I want to play with my minis. I love the background. I love the lore. I like how it looks on the tabletop. I like how they engage. I think the the game isn't terrible mechanics wise, but it's just a lot of shit, right? Uh, which is fine. Um, yeah, I agree. So. Okay. I mean, at at some point, I also want to like just spend an entire hour talking about White Dwarf and the state of the magazine. I and, want and that. What it should I be. I want that. Um, Can we do that next week? But okay, all right, sure, great. let's do it. We'll, I bet, we'll talk I bet about I actually it read a White Dwarf. Uh, I would. I, since the man can I say, can I say that I used to like? <laughs> I mean, you, I, you, I'll just, can I'll just, just tell say I used to fine. like visions. Hello, Adam. I love you. Um, can I? Visions. I remember one. Uh, yeah. That was the good one because it was just pictures. So there was a. Yeah, I didn't want to read. Right. That's probably because I've just discovered yesterday I'm dyslexic. But that's a different conversation. Like, by a yeah. tough day for me. Um, that, that's like net net doctor is like peak. Literally, right? Twitch chat diagnosed me, and it worked. <laughs> uh, like, mm, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll do a proper show on it because yeah. I, I really want to talk about it. I feel like. I, I mean, I, I know I could if you give you this magazine, I'll fucking have it slapping within a year, year and a half. And it would have no I'd like rules to, in it. I'd like it doesn't. 
because it's, it's just a short-term fix to make people buy it in the short term because it want like six yeah. pages. And it's out. not even just the the, the match mm-hmm. play stuff. They've got yeah. things like in this in this current White Dwarf. There's also a three-page Crusade bit, which could have been in a Crusade book rather than put in White Dwarf. Now Crusade, I don't mind as much, but it's the same um, problem though. Although I still don't it, think it it's should be the in same there. exact problem, well, though, right? It's yeah. in several sources. But you're not competitively playing Crusade where you need to have all the rules. Faction. But if you're playing right. that one, you've got to go find a copy of it, <coughs> and it's a limited type thing. It's making. Why do you need to play if that you, one? If, one it's just rules one everywhere. It's just Crusade. Is just make you it up. You don't need that anyway. one to like, play Crusade. Whatever you want to do. But if you want to, my point. Get the choice. It's the choice, right? I want to play Kill Team. I want to play Kill Team. So if you watch the latest battle report on Plus. It's so good. Uh, Not the I haven't watched the battle report, but the, the game is oh, very team. fun. Uh, on a on a on a scale of one to three triangles, what would you rate the game? Um, I would rate it uh, probably a circle, which is a dash in the game. Mm. Uh, I I would have said second movie. I would have said triangle square. Person. Oh man, what, what annoys me and my locals the most though is those measurements, which are, are basically inches. They're not like the triangle doesn't represent three inches; it represents some well, other number. Four it's inches. Like, yeah, why? Four. Why? Well, if you want something that will really fuck you up, I was playing. I played Marvel Crisis Protocol the other day. Right, this is a quick one. Right, and they've got they've got measuring sticks, and so like your unit moves a four, or it moves a three, or it moves yeah. a two, or whatever it is. Right. And it moves yeah, yeah. the corresponding measuring stick, but the measuring sticks aren't inches. And the amount that it triggered me was unbelievable. Because I'd constantly be like, they move four inches. Like, no, they move arbitrary four. And I was like, my brain exploded. I like, I genuinely yeah. couldn't handle it. I was like, no, this is breaking my brain. Um, but anyway, uh, but I would like to play some kill team. I would love to play some kill team because I think it'd be really fun. Anyway. Come over for Christmas, Rob. Yeah, okay, play. deal, deal, deal. Right, because I could use my new boys. Boys, boys, boys. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, Tyranids. What are the state of Tyranids at? Or what were Tyranids at before this White Dwarf update, generally? They're effectively exactly the same because they are entirely held up by Hive Guard. As a faction previous to the White Dwarf update? Uh, at all times. Okay, okay. So it's just... Before... Before... Um... Before the Warzone book came out, mm-hmm. held up by Hiveguard. After the Warzone book came out, held up by Hiveguard. After the White Dwarf has come out, they're still being held up by Hiveguard. So, yes. Correct. Yes. If, if, if we take out um, the fact that this is in a White Dwarf, my overall impression immediately is actually like I this. I do. I think it's cool as fuck. If this was in yeah. a Warzone book, I'd be like, these are the type of like these are the types of armies of renown I want to see. Yeah, stuff like this. Yeah, hundred percent. Exactly. I prefer them to be in codices yeah. as well. I'd still criticize them for that, but that because it's, it's got a compromise to it, right? Yeah. To get this cool stuff, you can't have mm-hmm. other stuff. Yeah, or at least have like a, if you're gonna do like a, a war zone thing, at least say this is all tyranny rules, so it's not like I need to just you know go all over the place to try and find this shit or take seven books yeah. to but a you, tournament. Does yeah. anyone you know I mean? ever take mm-hmm. a book to a tournament? fucking should do if i ran tournaments i would forbid people mm. from coming if they didn't have physical copies of every single thing such a scumbag man what the hell like no <laughs> like, if you're gonna do it i mean have you seen the shelf behind him no it's not my camera's just a bit wonky no definitely not what happened <laughs> it's, it's, it's a gw bar graph right yeah but 
Make sure <laughs> my camera's wonky. It's not the, the shelf. I, I can I assure you. He's gone for I a can assure you. Right. Actually, I'm sitting straight up right now. Um, <laughs> I live in a fun house. Um, Oh my god! Is the, have you got go karts downstairs? <laughs> <in the laughs> over here, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> the two twins over there. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, <sighs> yeah, I, I, yes, definitely physical. Bring a fucking book. I want you to. I don't want you to hand me your your crack screen Android phone and try and show me the rules for your army on Wikipedia. I will definitely tell you to go fuck yourself. Really? Why? Show me in a book. Well, the books because... wrong sometimes. They change the data sheets. Well, have that yeah, as well. Have that printed oh off. Oh, my God. Who's got a printer? It's the fucking... What, how old are you? Like Just You've got a printer. printer. I love... It goes... <laughs> Do you know like people, people who have to work in offices all have printers. Buy or the fucking... Schools, or, have you know, if you cannot be bothered... Yeah, if you cannot be bothered to buy the books and print off your FAQs... I do not trust that you know the rules of your army to tell me the rules of your army. Right. I, I, it's, it's like a litmus test for me. I'm out. In the, same way, in the same way that, you know, having a COVID passport isn't really doing much, but it's at least showing, <laughs> it's at least showing that you've made the effort. You, you know what I mean? You've, made, you've given it a go. Yeah. Yeah. Bring your fucking book. I don't like... It's, even if, if it was on an iPad... And you had a digital version of the codex, like we used to. I, that that would be fine, but yeah, some because it's the same result. But right? someone's result. greasy hands, fat-fingered, greasy hands, Cheetos, Cheetos you know, knuckles, that, pushing yeah. their <laughs> crack screen, a hundred-pound Android phone <laughs> into my you, face. You are such a bitch. No, notifications from Whitney Big Tits just coming over on the so top as well. In the you know. comments on this one, like this is <laughs> yeah. no, I'm out, I'm out. No, no, right. YouTube no, comments I'm, I'm love all everything. of you. Okay. What, broke, dude? Right, lazy. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not having this. I got it. Ignorant sweat holes. Can I have a moment okay. of silence so you can have a look at a real man <laughs> with an iPhone? Um, but yes, just, okay. just. I, I, I hate that kind of. Yeah, look, here's a, here's a, here's. Look on my phone screen. Here's the rules. Show me the fucking rules. Look, here's the rules. I can read it. Like, that's how it works. Let's carry on playing. You get so many miscommunications and and like hot, you know misreads off that. Just just can, I, book, but, but, can, yeah, can, can we take a minute? Oh, but I want to just very make very quickly make the point that gamers are more than happy to spend hundreds and hundreds of pounds on a three D printer, but won't go to Tesco's for a thirty pound one. What for what? Yeah, won't get a, I'm never gonna get a normal, a normal printer. printer like ever. What, but... Oh, you will, Ron. You will, run when I tell you, you, will make you have you do to it. print your rules yeah. off. I'm just not going to... I just won't go to your event because yes. I'll be like, you sound mental. You sound absolutely mental. Well, guys, it looks like we're a man down for a team tournament we're going yeah. to next year. So, Sweet, uh, I could play Orcs then. Excellent. Yes, fine. Chat, right. send your applications to uh, falconaddickpills.com. I, I, will, I will 3D print. That's what we'll I do. I just 3D print my rules. Judas, Judas Goat Mini said, I can look it up on my own phone. And if someone told me to look up the rules for their army on my own phone, I would also tell them to go and fuck themselves. <laughs> I'm completely out. What if I gave you an iPad that's like a phone but slightly bigger? With what on there? A link to Wahapedia. The rules. Can I, can I make a suggestion? Because yes. I would like to... I would like to... Oh. 
I would. I mean, like I to, agree with you. I'm just book. I would like to breach a suggestion. I've got all six books. I've got the book. The orc book's in there. I've got it. Bring it. Bring it with you. I'll go get it. Print your FAQs out. Oh. If you don't want to print out your FAQs, Rob, you could always just buy the Space Wolves Codex, where one falls right. out the front <laughs> cover upon purchase. Uh, right, okay, so my, po my, my follow-up is to this, really quickly, I would like to ask you for three, um, is, before we get into it, wouldn't it be nice if they made unit cards? Yeah, it'd be great. I saw those for Age of Sigma for Ogres, and they looked awesome, and I wanted to buy some until I realized yeah. they were limited like, edition. I like yeah. that. What do you think, John? Because yeah. I, I need that. That's what I need. Coming. I find them really useful, especially when I was getting into Age of Sigma. I just been able to go, that's what my Bolt Boys can do. And I'm to flick through a book. or one Yeah, it's great. It's great. They, the problem that I've had with these, though, is that if something gets FAQ'd, they have to change it. Well, yeah. yeah, I know, but like, I was just saying. Can I just say as well, because I was looking for it, right? I bought this yeah. from WH Smith as well. Oh my god, it's a Okay, sure. This is, this is spiral bound. Oh my god. Yeah. Like is clear is, yeah. yeah. is that a new one or is How that are you a the sound uh, of the underground? It just blows my mind. Yeah. You carry on. Spiral bound. Yeah. yeah. This has got my <laughs> army rhyming. list in it. Yeah. yeah. It's got notes on every single unit in my army so I can remember everything. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All the special rules, all of the rules that are applicable to them as well here. Just for me. Just for me to make sure that I'm getting everything right. Yeah. It's not hard. Just be a little bit organized. Bring your books. Bring your notes. Can I ask you a question? Come and have a fun yeah. time. How long did that take you? Six P's. How long did that take you? The six P's. How long did this yeah. take me? A day. Yeah. Only a day. A day? That, that's a day Thank you could have been painting. <laughs> no. no. Boom, boom. Because look. Because look. When I actually do have everything painted, then I'll finish this. Okay. That'll be Fine. our day. <laughs> and then I'll just print new ones up. The six P's. Do you know what the six P's and are? Another day doing to be it, fair, yeah. maybe... Proper planning prevents piss-poor performance. Yeah, I... Right that day. Yeah. All if I'd P's. have known that, maybe I wouldn't have cheated. Uh, please see apology video. Um, uh, <laughs> that yeah, is true. Exactly. Okay, yeah. anyway. Right. You know what? Look, this, these are the two sides that we're on of this argument. You've got me, who's a fine, upstanding member of the community. I've never had any controversies at any tournaments. Yep. And then... And then... <laughs> <don't attend> <laughs> And then Rob, <laughs> who is fresh off the back of a red-hot cheating scandal that has gone from the In a four corners game, of no the less. internet. Imagine, imagine being so desperate to win that you cheat in practice oh, games. Against Chaos disgusting. Marines. The poor lad. Yeah. The only faction. The only faction. The only faction with a lower win percentage in the official Games Workshop statistics which have been accrued from 2,000 games. And you can't argue with that. Mm, 2,000 yes. games is a, 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 a huge number of games. Fucking that's, that's clearly definitive. Right. That's Only faction with a lower, that lower win rate than that is Necrons. Yep. So did you really need to cheat against Chaos Space Marines? I did. I truly did. He's got a 50% win rate. His, his... Wait a minute, Rob, we haven't actually done this yet. Did uh, you win the game? We turn three. I still played him. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't even running green tonic. <laughs> I was actually, I was because like because after club night, hey, we're gonna we're gonna practice with because after club night, after club night, I DJ immediately after, and like I was like 15 minutes late, and there was like five blokes stood outside, like what the fuck, and I was like, oh, shit, I had to, I had I to, I had to fucking. What were you doing to those five I had blokes? To fucking rod what? lads, that's a rod. <laughs> We've got like this apparently. With their rods. I've seen the Anders tweet as well. <laughs> Retrieving some 
some sort of data. Uh, right, okay. So I don't know where we were. So Hiveguard, the whole army... Wherever we were, we need to... The whole book was where Hiveguard, and head. then what happened in the White Dwarf update. Uh, Tom, do you want to take us through it? Yeah, they've released an, an army of renown, along with some crusade rules that I won't bore you with. Butchertown, Thunderbrawl, Strike all... Force. You don't want to talk about no. those. I mean, that's kind of cool. Um, um, who runs, who runs let me just uh, get past all the crusade rules, just like a normal codex. Okay, they've released an army of renown. Okay. It's called the Crusher Stampede. Okay. So this is uh, an army of renown that's basically uh, for your big monsters for Nits, okay? Because you don't see Carnifexes in play, okay? You don't see Trigons in play. You don't see Hive, uh, hive Tyrants in play. And I've got 10 sat Why here. Did you keep I want to use 10? them. Why did you not Thank sell you. seven? <laughs> he couldn't find any buyers. Oh, well. That's, that was. I know this is the honest Wargamer, that was kind of a lie. I've, only, I've got five here because okay. I borrowed the other five. But I still got too okay, many, you, and I need okay, to play them. All right, fair, fair, okay. fair, fair. That's the most important thing. All right. So immediately, I can tell you about the restrictions that this army of renown imposes upon your army. Okay. So if you take this, you cannot take any swarms. That means you can't take any rippers. Little a standard ripper. El Cheapo oh, backfield damn. objective holders. Okay. You can't take any of those. Yep. I just realized that's a very yeah. It's a, this is a very Aussie faction, isn't it? Um, are you also can't take any models with a wounds characteristic of two or fewer. So that is Termagants, Hormagants, and uh, right. Gene Steelers. Okay, can't take any of that. So all of the units you'd normally be using as cheap units to hold stuff can't be taken. All the little chaff bits. Yep. Okay, can't take any of that. Uh, for each unit uh, in your army that does not include the monster keyword, your army must include at least one unit that has the monster keyword. So you must have at least fifty percent of your army be monsters. That's cool. If you take this army of renown. Yeah. Okay. It's like the, the, yeah, the yeah. um the poxwalker yeah. tax type of thing. Mm. And gargoyles, of course. Uh, if it's well. you can't take gargoyles in your army as well. So basically, you are taking Nidzilla. Nidzilla is just all the okay. big gribbles. Vibing, vibing, okay. vibing. You're gonna struggle to hold objectives though. Forcing you down the you you might do. Uh, you can take Tyranid Warriors, but believe the minimum squad size for them is free. Uh, you can still take things like a Malanthrope as well. You can take Hiveguard, but can set off a little bit more and still shoot uh, you from 36 inches Hiveguard, away, which I've is heard, very mean. They're, they're uh, if you know. have. Take the Swarm Lord, he can maybe stand okay. off a little bit as well, you know. Or maybe or maybe you just go for a couple of Turvigons and then you poo out some uh, some Termagants to sit on the objectives okay. for you. That might be cool. You never know. Uh, so, what do you get for all these restrictions? Well, I'll take you through it and we'll talk about what this means. Okay. So, benefits. All units from your army gain the Crusher Stampede keyword, which we'll get to when we talk about the strategy. You missed one bit, other okay? restriction, Tom. What is it? They must be all from the same high fleet, Scrivener, yeah. but yes. Yeah. That's, that, I, that's thought that quite, I thought that was quite... I thought that was quite a... Yeah. a cool I mean, it's the case for every army for now, yeah. you can't mix... Uh, and probably a new chapter anyway, approved, true for all armies, right? I hope By the so. way, I, I've been playing uh, Mono Goths. Yeah. Amazing. But anyway, please continue. <laughs> no, it's fine. Face so, you have the Crusher Stampede keyword. Uh, units from your army that don't have the monster keyword get the shielded by the hive mind ability. So I'll take you back through that very quickly first before we get to the next benefit. And this is, uh, this unit can never gain a high fleet adaptation, which is one of the upgrades that you can take from uh, Psych Awakening. Uh, although it also says, see uh, uh, Codex Tyranids. So that <laughs> implies something. And then uh, models in this unit have a 5-plus invulnerable save. 
So all the non-monsters that you take in here, although that can only be half or less of your army, get a five plus invulnerable save immediately. Okay, which is which is not bad. Okay, it's decent. Uh, your second benefit is what the monsters gain a special rule. So they get hulking behemoths. So non-monsters get the shield by the hive mind. Monsters get uh, okay. It's the trait. Fine, kill. Cool. So you don't get the trait. Absolutely okay. Uh, hulking behemoths. Uh, get uh, different rules. So these are the monsters. Uh, they can't gain the high fleet adaptation either, which apparently is the the um, the trait that you get for things like Leviathan or Kraken or what have you. Um, they also get a five plus invulnerable save. So it's the same as shielded by the hive mind, but then they get some additional stuff as well. So they also get minus one damage uh, to a minimum of one. That's good. And also count as having the same number of. Uh, Models of this unit count as a number of models equal to their remaining wounds for the purposes of determining the control of objective markers. So you're not objective secured, but let's say you have a uh, a Khan effects on an objective yep. with four wounds left. You count as having four models on that objective. So you still get superseded by objective secured, but you at least have a way to kind of hold objectives so based on your size. outscore little dudes. Assuming that you have fewer dudes than That's wounds on the big cool. monsters. That's cool. It's a great mechanic. It's like the guard. It is like the guard, but you can't, like, yeah, you good. don't have no 30 wound bitches, though, do you? No, but if you have a unit of Khan uh, yeah. effects, yeah. you might uh, have a decent number okay. of wounds. You know, it's but not how bad. many wounds is the bad of that is you have to take Khan effects. I think it's eight or something. Okay. I've actually got the code. Hive guard. Directly underneath my white dwarf. size unit of Hive guard. How many yeah, wounds? Yeah, but then on monsters, Scrivo, so it doesn't oh, matter. So they wouldn't. Okay, ignore me. Yeah. It shows how little I know about Nids. No, you're fine. You're all good. I mean, they are monsters. The monsters are the big things. Yeah. Yeah. But like the Harpy, uh, the Hive Crone, uh, Hive Tyrant, Swarm Lord, Carnifexes, Trigons, Morlocks, Trigon Primes, Tyrodons, Tyrannifexes, Hyrodules, Demacarons. Yes, Demacarons! uh, It's Neil here! Yeah! Yeah, yeah, the Hierophant. Yeah, Barb Hyrule as well. Yeah, you got it, you got it. All, all, all the jazz. All the jazz. So there's, 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 there's quite, quite a lot there. there. Yeah, but yeah, Dimer is the big one. Is so, the, so. I like, I like scales to existing wounds. I think that's important. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Uh, it's not the wounds characteristic. It's the wounds, Which the, the number like. of remaining wounds. Yeah. The What the stampede looks like. So you've got a lot of good stuff in there that also gives you a lot of restrictions. So you can't just take a detachment of Crusher Stampede and then take your normal like city city stuff and then just let them run off. It's right? a really really good balance between um, thematic restrictions and good rules restrictions. Like I'm mm, yeah. really quite shocked at how fair it is, but also yeah, while still being good and not dog shit. Because Tyrannids is Tyrannids yeah, is yeah. a wor- weird like like a weird book to write for, right? Because you, you almost want them to be a monster mash list. But you also want to write a version that's all hordes and we're going to eat everything list, right? Like, you, you, you weirdly yeah. want to buff two sides of a book, which is quite a lot. Like, you know, very much like when you when you write an Eldar book, you want to buff shooting, combat, movement, psychic powers, um, and uh, strategy everything. use. Yes. Like, yeah. uh, you yes, want to yes, buff yes. those. But so it's an interesting book, right? Like, And this sounds really good because, like, I've always felt that, like, the monsters have struggled a lot in 40k generally. Um, so this is yeah, cool. and and I'm glad that the the big they're making an effort to make the big boys see play as well. <laughs> I think that's really cool, rather than giving you like a one dimensional kind of nid thing. I know Ennis is testing these a lot as well. Um, you also have some warlord traits which I go for very very quickly. So you can give um, a crusher stampede model. Uh, your you can make it your warlord, 
and then you can select one of the three wall of traits beneath so first one is radio influence and that is um when you roll a six to hit with a melee attack when within six inches of a warlord you score an additional hit that's not necessarily great because a lot of the things that you'd have warlord traits on from this are things like hive tyrants which don't have that many attacks actually they have four base attacks i believe and then one hive from tyrants. the tail so they don't have a massive number of four base attacks yeah, yeah. correct and i believe so yeah oh look well at done. him go well brilliant done. uh yeah, yeah. And then the second one is Savage Intimidation, uh, which is when an enemy unit is within three inches of its Warlord. Uh, each time a model in that unit makes a melee attack, subtracts one from the attack's hit roll. And then, this is... this is. See if you can tell me what this is, because this is very wordy for what it is. Each time a combat attrition test is taken for the unit, subtracts one from that combat attrition test. It's like a penalty to what you roll when you fail a leadership check when within three inch range. Yeah. Mm. Not great. That's fine. Whatever. And then finally, you've got Rampaging Beast. So once per turn, when this Warlord is selected to fight, it can use this Warlord trait. Uh, if it does so, until the end of the phase, add D3 to Warlord's attacks characteristics. Much better. Because often you're going to be sending these, these monsters off to go and do their own thing. Uh, let's say I'm putting it on a Hive Tyrant. I roll forward. I've got five attacks. Maybe I roll one six. So I'm going to get one extra hit. Uh, it'd be better to get D3 attacks hitting on two okay. than trying to play for that. So yeah, uh, that's pretty much the standard stuff. And then there's a... I'll go through the Psychic Discipline very quickly first. because I don't too discipline? much to talk about. Yeah. It's called Mass Converg uh, Convergence oh, Discipline. Cool. Okay. Um, and then we'll go through some of the stratagems. So before the battle, you can generate some Psychic Powers from this, from this Discipline. Uh, but only if you are a Crusher Stampede Psyker. So you can still take Zone Tropes in here because they've got more than one wound. Um, but of course, there'd be no monsters, so you'd have to compensate for that with different monster yep. units. Um, also, high parent psychers as well, so you can take that this on them too. So, synaptic barrier is the first one. Uh, it's, a, it's a blessing, and it has a warp charge value of six. And if it's successful, uh, you can pick one crusher stampede model within eighteen inches of the psyker, uh, and that uh, model has a four plus vulnerable save. Okay. Which uh, I don't already have that, but you can stick that on. I think a does a dimmer have a vulnerable save? A dimmer. No yeah, problem. have a check. Have a check. What are you asking about him? Does a Demacaron have an invulnerable save? <laughs> no, uh, uh, it no. does. Five up invulnerable save. Boom, there you go. Well, it's an improvement. So it's already good. Oh, maybe you can slap this on oh, a Harrod. Sorry, sorry just quickly. Fine. Just, Logan, did you check? Oh, yeah, it does. Just, just, uh, just in the future, feel free, Tom. Ask, ask me and Logan really quickly. He can check in his book like a, <laughs> like a fucking, like, human, and I'll check online. And we'll race. Well, I can always check in my official app. <laughs> if it's on yeah, yeah, of course. Although you could, you unless you pay for it, you know. So it's fine. Uh, the second one is called, uh, and one of my favourite named psychic powers in the game. It's called Aggressive okay. Surge. Okay. Yeah. It's another blessing. It's another warp charge six, and it's got an eighteen-inch range again. And you can give a, another model with an eighteen inches D three attacks. Hey, that's instead. great. So the first one is give it a four plus multiple save. Second one is give it D three attacks. Uh, and then uh, of 18 inches and another six uh, warp charge of six. And, and until, until the next, next start, 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 it's it, it's decent, especially if you stack it with the uh, additional attacks from a warlord trait as well, uh, when you're using it with high tyrants. But of course, you need you need the you know 
melee profiles as well. But sticking that on a Demacron isn't necessarily bad at all. Four plus invulnerable save, as Alandrol says in the chat as well. Most of the models in here have a, uh, a five plus invulnerable save. You could stick it on one Karn effects and have it just tank the big big shots. But um, oh yeah, and you get a five plus invulnerable save anyway because of your uh, army of renown. So it's basically just plus one invulnerable save. So it's not a massive issue. And then reroll to hit is okay in melee. That does, do, that does change like the maths enormous. pretty significantly, though. Like, going from a 5-up to a 4-up. It makes it very, very swingy. It does, but it's it? still really swingy, though. Yeah. But if you, sw- if you swing up with it, it's like it can be really clutch. Right. So it, it's just one of those chance of psychic powers, and if you make it work, it's I think, fantastic. I think all but, of those are quite swingy, because D3, adding D3 attacks is... It could be one. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if I would... I don't know if I would tick to that tree over the but but, but, equ- but equally if i'm looking at it and i'm on the opposing side and i see something big coming at me with potential 2d3 extra attacks i'm gonna have to be a little bit more careful just in case <laughs> it swings up um just like with a four plus and vulnerable save although the difference between a four plus and vulnerable save and a five plus and vulnerable save isn't isn't massive for how you want to play the game because you're looking at it and you always know that it has a potential to pass a bunch of saves and just still be there so you have to take precautionary measures regardless just to deal with it just in case right um, the aggressive surge, you don't necessarily... That, that does change how you play quite significantly uh, in certain situations. The infused energy is not so much, because if you're getting into combo with something, you're not going to be relying on rerolls to hit. Hive Tyrants, no, you're hitting on twos anyway. Khan effects is, I mean, if you're charging them in, you're probably confident you're going to remove whatever you're hitting anyway. Uh, Demacrons, maybe just for that reliability, that's kind of kind of good, but that's about it, really. Um, and maybe you just go for aggressive surge anyway. Is D3 attacks better, or is you know, reroll to hit better? That 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 first warlord trait that you touched on as well, Tom. If you were doing that on a unit of multiple monsters, like say three Carnifexes, wouldn't the unmodified hit rolls of six be beneficial if you're going into something a bit tougher though? Well, that's alright. Two people having a boss in the chat. What are you saying? So the 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 first um, warlord trait isn't just a model; it's a unit. It's the one. It's the only one that does have unit. Have a joke. So, so you this could is put, uh, you could put on, right? Yes, yeah, so you could put on three Carnifexes. To get the explosion sixes, yeah, but it's that isn't useless comparative to the the, the D three attacks in my mind. I mean, it, it, well, it gives you a big a, a big aura of six inches, but I don't yeah. think your aura itself does too much for you because you've not got too many attacks coming out of your fingers because you have quality, not quantity. Yeah, and you, like, I don't really know that. one six is nice, but it's it's yeah. not you know it's not massive. So you stick it on the unit, and then let's say you spread them out, you know, kind of like a line. Then you say, well, got. I'm looking at a convex base that like three inches wide. Yeah, say that's nine inches, and then you've got two inch coherency between them, so that's thirteen inches. Then you've got six inches on either side, so you've got about twenty-five inch diameter, uh, like bubble. It's not fully circular, but you understand my point. Mm. Oh yeah, uh, it just it, it seemed like there was an option it there. Can cover a lot of space, building big units. Yeah, yeah, you can cover a lot of space. I'm just not sure that the buff itself is actually that useful for you. Um, but then two needle warlord traits, eh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, shall we get into some stratagems? Yes, I've got one. All right, <clears throat> so. We have got uh, one and a half A4 spreadsheets of, uh, of stratagems here, which is almost more than the Demon's Codex entirely. <laughs> um, first one is Thunderous Impact, which is 2CP. Use a stratagem in the fight phase when a crusher stampede monster model from your army is finished a pile-in move. Uh, select one enemy monster or vehicle unit within engagement range of that model, and until the end of the phase, that model can only make attacks against that unit, and each time it does, it gets plus one to hit, to wound, and damage. Okay. And that works for a model, not a unit. So it doesn't work if you just... You can't stick it on free kind of because it's just going straight into something. But that's all right, actually. Uh, you can't... 
You look. I look at something like that, and I wish, damn, I wish I could give a swarm lord. Yeah, you know this keyword. Yeah, which is a. Uh, I, I don't think you can because he's a named character. Uh, you oh can. wait, or can you? Yeah, the swarm lord is oh, now just a. That's so silly. Nice. Okay, that's pretty good. Although you still have to get it in. It's situational, but it's good. What do you guys think of that? Uh, yeah, good. Like swarm lord's got some pretty nice output, right? With his bone sabers, uh, damage three, six attacks. It's pretty nice. And anything uh, that's plus to wound, it's always helpful, right? Yeah, because he doesn't need. Does he give you plus to hits? He doesn't need that because he's hits on twos, so twos yeah. and threes. But if yeah. you're against something that's may, maybe something that's minus one to hit, because okay. yeah, you do get the odd situation like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Someone's right. pointing out in the chat that it says damage roll and not damage, which I, I think is a bit pedantic, to be honest. I, I think that's going to get a big huge shortly. That's a copy pasta, isn't it? That's, no, that's yeah. no, 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 no. That's no, got to no. be pedantic. No. It only works when you have D3 damage, yeah. Only works when you have D6 only damage, yeah. That was intended, was it, yeah? 100%. Yeah, yeah, okay. They wouldn't put it to print <laughs> otherwise, mate. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. They never, they never fuck shit up. It's always just what they intended to just have it as this really obnoxious, weird mechanic that doesn't make sense. Every time, buddy. Yes. Yeah. F. Whatever. Okay, fine. Second one, terrifying charge, 1 CP. So use a strategy at the start of your morale phase. Oh, no, we can skip it. Um, so like one enemy unit within engagement range of a crush stampede model. Until the end of the turn, subtract three from the leadership characteristics of models in the enemy unit. Minus three leadership isn't terrible, but the problem is the leadership mechanic isn't necessarily great either. Like if you hit a horde, maybe, but is it? even like, then you're just like chipping it, stuff out. It doesn't I, really I'm change. Actually... It doesn't really swing a game. No, no, it doesn't swing the game. It, it could Unless cause... maybe you can combo it with the uh, plus one to, um, or minus one from combat attrition tests. Yeah. That could be nice. Yeah. Because if you're hitting something like a unit of, I don't know, a unit of 10 dudes, it's quite scary. If you manage to kill enough off, then you pop that, make them fail for the leadership check, and then you hit them with the, uh, you're going to fail on ones and twos now, or on uh, ones through threes now. I mean, if they've got the potential to, you know, if they've killed, although I say if they've got potential to kill like a lot of your stuff back, they'd probably have just done it. And you wouldn't be there in the first place anyway. So, yeah. Or if, or if it is just a little unit of, say, three intercessors left over that are holding an objective because they're obsec, mm. that could swing it. Because normally they won't. Yeah, run but cause... that's that's really. It, it, that's a bit of a Hail Mary. Like, it is. That just puts mm. it in the situational category again, right? Yeah. Uh, and com then you have to also a combo. Situation. True, but you have to prep for that combo because already already, already taken the warlock right, trait. Right, right. And, and, and therefore, 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 what you're doing, 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 it's a lot of this, right? And it's yeah, also yeah. something you have to prep for before the game, and you're not taking over opportunities to do that. Uh, so I'm not sure you go for that one oh. at all. Although maybe maybe there's a couple of like very rare situations in game where that might pop up, but I, I don't think it's it's something you prep for. It's just an opportunity you take. Uh, what do you think, Logan? Um, I've got lost. This uh, minus three leadership. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm not too familiar with the um, the psychic tree. Yeah. Uh, the psychic tree. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with the the normal mid psychic tree to see if there's any good. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Combinations. There's onslaught. There's catalyst. There's not not really. There might be a psychic scream. I'll check psychic yeah. scream actually. Obviously, you know, Although, you had you had some really nice synergy with leadership debuffs with Drukari. Yeah. The, the only problem with this is is that you use it in the morale phase, which is the last phase of the turn. Oh. And then it lasts until the end of the turn. So yeah. So it, it's literally just for it's the, only to make people break. For, for that role. Yeah. 
So it's not gonna it's um, not gonna do too much, I don't think. It's one CP though. Yeah, skip over that, I think. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. We'll move on to the next one then. Uh, unbreakable chitin, so you use this in any phase. It's one or two CP. Uh, when a crusher stampede unit from your army is selected as the target of an attack. Uh, until the end of a phase, each time an attack is made against that unit, and a modified wound roll of a one to three. Uh, if that unit contains five or more models, or uh, or contains any models with wounds characteristic of ten or more, this stratagem costs two CP. Otherwise, it costs one CP. So, yeah, it's transhuman. Uh, yeah. Uh, which, all, which is good. That's all right. That which is. is good, right? Well, yeah, you can put it on a con effect. But, uh, you can put it on toughness, right? So it's like, what's the point? It depends on what's going to be hit, what is going to be hitting you. Yeah. If you're in front of a bunch of dark lances, it might be a problem. Mm. Um, and for one CP, it's not too bad. Um, because if you look at unit of con effects, it's, it's not going to have five on one models. It's mm. not going to have uh, wounds characteristics of ten or more because I think they have eight each. Eight, yeah. Um, it would cost 2 CP on something like a Flying Hive Tyrant. And then you've got a 5 plus invulnerable save as well, suddenly it actually makes you quite durable and yeah. quite difficult to remove with those kind of high-strength weapons that you'd normally be able to land upon. Uh, yeah, I... Can't use it on a Harpy, that's annoying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Harpies, re- Harpies are really good with this, I think. Good on Hive Guard, right? Oh, you, you, you yeah. can't... Well, you can, but it'll be 2 CP because they're 12 wounds. Mm. Also, if there are situations where you want to spend 2 CP as well. For example, if you've got Haradin flying around, you've just got yeah. one big dude. <laughs> Slap it on there. Lovely stuff. Can't remove that. See ya. Too bad. Um, I think it'd be interesting to use it on like a Dimacaron because their toughness seven. You're going to be putting stuff like Melter or Lance or Laz stuff into it. Um, mm. And obviously it's two yeah. CP, but if, if your Dimmer is stuck out in front of lines, then mm. reducing the reliability of. Um, big multi-wound doing shooting or melee. Mm. Um, mm. Someone swinging thunder hammers at it, for example. Yeah, it just, it just makes it even more annoying, right? Um, and yeah, yeah it's CP. But like you said, if it's two CP and it causes oh. your opponent to have to put yeah maybe two units into it rather than the one, it's I, mean, I think it's more than that, mate. You look at that. Let, let's let's count the buffs. Transhuman. <laughs> yeah, minus one damage. Five plus invulnerable save. Potentially yeah. four plus use of psychic power. Yeah. It's that's hard to remove, man. I don't care. Can you do can like, you do minus you can make them minus, minus one damage is from a yummy for now. Is there a minus one to hit thing as well? Or is that just uh yes there was, but that was uh, a wall of trait, I believe. Is that a wall of trait? I'll find it somewhere. Ah well, you find it, Logan. It's fine. I'll go through the next strategy. Oh, yeah, we're savage doing intimidation. Yeah. Oh, that's there interesting you go. as well. So while an enemy unit is within three inches of the warlord, it make it's minus one. One to hit, so it's basically a melee it's thing. Generally, yeah, but but, it's but not, if other if units it, are next it, to them. Yeah, it's yeah. not so it's not to target the warlord. So you could have the dimmer next to a flyrant that's your warlord. Yeah. Just pop and he's just yeah. sat a little bit back, yeah. Laugh. Um yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Anything that makes this army, because that's the problem with Nid monsters, right? You just pick them up. They, 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 they just didn't. Ironically, the army that actually really needed durability buffs, yeah, that is not evil space. Yeah, yeah, is this? Is this? And, and yep. they've yep. given it. So yeah, I think <laughs> them having some kind of transhuman doesn't bother me. 
Um, I, I think this is actually really encouraging that they've actually picked up on this. Uh, similar to Knights, actually. Knights, they were able to identify why there was an issue with them, and they actually managed to fix it. With this, they've picked up on the two problems that they have. They don't really score, and they don't really live. Yeah. And they've uh, they've gone straight for both those, and that's really encouraging. Yeah, so I mean, the Leviathan buffs with this together, you can get an obsec, an obsec con effects. That Unfortunately, you lose the, uh, the army... Um, no, Straight. you only lose the high fleet adaptation, so you can still use the stratagem for one CP. Oh, the make... stratagem, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So That's you can fine. still I use the stratagem. Feel my pain. Yeah, no, no, sorry. The um, yeah, the the obsec strat. So you can yeah, have yeah, obsec monsters that count as loads what? of stuff. The, the yeah. dimmer would Yoink. count as eighteen models. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah, pretty useful. Um, shift me, you know, and you can't kill the fucking thing because it's got a four up invulnerable and transhuman. Yeah, I think I make Leviathan or take with this to be honest. I think so. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Okay. We'll move on to the next one. Which means Death you Surge. do need to turn up with your five books. You do. And your FAQ for all five That's... of those books. And your White Dwarf. Yeah. Yes. And the FAQ for the White Dwarf because they put damage roll on the thing when they cleared it in time to. That was just a copy. Anyway. Let's have a, I'll right. have a sportsman's bet with you, Tom. Yeah. That they don't FAQ that. I agree they won't FAQ it, but I think they should. <laughs> I just don't but think they will. If you anyone tries I mean. to argue that it's only on a damage roll also needs to grow up no <laughs> i tell you what says on a damage roll so okay let's let's i'll i'll take you on that bet but no one will faq it is what you have to say yeah i don't think wtc will faq it either all right well straight into my contact but let's go <laughs> let's get it sorted okay next one uh death search neil get it faq uh, 2CP for this one. It's, it's used in the fight phase when a crusher stampede model from your army is destroyed. I like this a lot. Uh, yeah. Do not remove that model from play. It can fight after the attacking model's units has finished making its attacks. When doing so, uh, it's considered to have uh, its full wounds remaining uh, for the purpose of determining what characteristics on its profile to use. And after resolving the destroyed model's attacks, it is then removed. So it's just fight on death. 2CP. Um, I believe it can... But, makes it fight a second time as well because if you charge in you fight I and mean, when you're killed you can go again right it's not just you can resolve your attacks regardless of whether you're destroyed it's just when you are destroyed fight right because it doesn't state it because oh. normally those, those those abilities like the orc yeah, one is if you have a four it, didn't they? Yeah. yeah yeah very even nicer oh. an oversight perhaps or do you think no, no. that's just a quirk <laughs> do you that. think it's is it intentional oh i don't know hmm. that's more oh. glaring to me than the wound damage roll yeah. Mm. To be honest with you, mm. interesting. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, it's all right. Not bad at all. Especially when you're charging, you can just charge in and say, "I'm just going to do this twice." Because it's still two CP, like it's a normal two CP fight on death with a character. So, yeah, it is. So a yep. suicide hive tyrant. <laughs> you say that, mate. Oh, oh mate. But, I mean, you stack on two D three extra attacks. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you, you, yeah, you, you put it on the again. Look, I'm. The problem with Nids, right, is they need all the CP to just chuck hive guard shots at you all game, right? But like yeah, theoretically you build. could stick you could stick like six CP on a Demacaron and Yeah. No one's going anywhere near it. Yeah. It's an entirely different and You don't even well, have to do this, right? Hive guard is still good from regards of whether or not you pump CP into yeah. them anyway. Like I mean you can double five them if you want to, but it's still like a bunch of ignores line of sight strength based yeah. shots. So you don't necessarily need to even pump the CP into them. You could just save them for something like this, which is in entirely fine. Um, it is obviously nice to double shoot behind guard, and it's it's very good value, but it, it's not necessarily necessary. And yeah. you don't have to take. And when you're building so specific like this, 
maybe not using them as a as a crutch or a uh, or as a pivot as you normally would. So yeah, I think this is absolutely fine. Shall we go through to the next one? Yeah, please go for it. Halfway through. So breaking through is the next one. It's one CP. And it has a lot of words. So use this strategy in your charge phase when a crusade, uh, a crusher, crusade, crusher seventeen yes, monster got of your army uh, finishes a charge move. Select one enemy model within engagement range of that monster and roll a uh, number of d6 equal to that monster's model's remaining wounds. That's a tough. That's a tongue twister. Uh, if a model's strength characteristic is higher than that uh, enemy model's toughness characteristic, uh, for each three plus they take a, a mortal wound up uh, to a maximum of six. If the strength characteristic is equal, then it takes it on a four plus. Uh, and if it is lower, then you take it takes mortal wounds on a five plus. So it's just mortal wounds when you charge. Um, and the number that you do is effectively based on the number of models in the enemy unit and whether you are stronger or weaker than the unit you are charging into. And it's only one CP. That's really good. It is only one CP. Yeah, it is quite good. So, yeah. It feels right like a good scripts. narrative representation of it. Like it, I think the closest I've seen them do mechanically like that is the Ossiot Bone Reapers. They're cavalry in Age of Sigmar that you, it's based on the distance of your charge. So it's obviously the kind of like the, the speed yes. you're hitting them at. So it's that kind of equivalent, isn't it? Like your big uh, thing hulking also, into it. Nice. Uh, like Ogre Mortar Tribes. The Mornfang. Yeah, it's Pretty nice. Really a similar thing. Yeah. That's, a, that's quite good. What do you think, uh, Logan? Uh, I I think that's a really really good way of sticking a bunch of mortal yeah. wounds on a big nasty target with with Although, big it's... with big monsters that don't have a huge amount of attacks as well. So if you put yeah. in something that's got you know twelve wounds, for example, that's a mm. really reliable way of sticking on six mortals before you've even before you've even swung. I think that's I think that's really Is really it strong. Is it flat six? No, it's, it's a, a maximum, maximum of six. six. But if you're rolling twelve dice and you need to get a three plus, then yeah. you're going to get. It, you roll number of dice equal to the number of models in the enemy unit, and then depending upon whether you're stronger or weaker than your opponent, it depends no, sorry, upon you wait, what you, you roll. roll. When you finish your charge, select one enemy. Oh, model depending on your in, your remaining wounds. Your sorry, yeah, remaining wounds. So for a big monster, that's like really a Demacron. Fucking good. Yeah. Well, a Demacron is just picking up a, a vehicle or an enemy character, like yeah. just you know. Uh, well, a, a pre-damage, but if you charge like a support character, mm. that thing's gone. Six flat, your, your six mortals are definitely are, are getting put on that. You know? Yeah, so, one CP is really, really good value. Really, yeah. really, really good. Um, and then if it's a multi-charge, you've killed the character, and then you actually then go put your attacks <laughs> into the unit next to them. Exactly. Exactly. Really, really solid. I think that's a very, very good way of breaking through. I mean, and when you've got stuff like flyerants or harpies in there. Um, that you want to support maybe a charge to get into something. I think that's really fucking good. Um, mm. Yeah. I'm... Speaking of really good, by the way, I like this next one. Go for it. <laughs> it's called Rapid Adaptation. It's one CP. You can use it once in a onslaught on a small game, twice in a strike force game, which is the 2Ks, and then three times in onslaught. Uh, and you use a strategy before the battle, and you select one Crucio Stampede uh, Tyranid uh, Warriors unit from your army. And models in that unit uh, have a weapon skill of 2+, plus and a ballistic skill of 3+. Plus. Now, one of the things the Russians were doing uh, at the WTC in 2019 was they were getting a lot of use out of very shooty uh, Tyranid Warriors. So for 1 CP, to make them plus 1 to hit for the entire game is incredibly good value. Now, I understand different meta, 
But at the same time, if you're going to be taking units like this, like to sit backfield anyway, you kind of want to upgrade them with with weapons if you wanted to. And then you spend one TP for each unit and just say, hey, I've actually got quite a lot of uh, a threat with these. So it's not like a lot of the time when you're taking these backfield units, you feel like, oh, I'm going to pay 55 points for this and I'm going to sit in the backfield and it's going to do nothing. You get value out of these units regardless. And you want to be doing that, especially when you have to invest a higher points cost initially into those units, mm. as opposed to things like rippers or termagants or what have you because it's just cheap and you just ignore it we basically have to spend a little bit more to get those kinds of backfield holders so you want to maybe stick some more upgrades on them like additional weapons to make them provide more value other than just sitting there because they've already got such a high base cost just to stick them in okay yeah that makes sense to me uh or more importantly yes <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think john? yeah i mean uh sorry go on john Oh, no, you got Logan. You Go for it, Logan. Yeah, I mean, it's very, very difficult to justify spending how many points is three mid warriors? I can go get the. In fact, no, I can't because it's not in the uh, book, is it? How many points are three turned warriors? I'd be, I'd be very interested to see you uh, pull up this information for me. Turned warriors. Yeah. Turned guard. No warriors. Turned warriors. Turned warriors. Seventeen points each. Uh, with devourers, they're four points. Flesh hooks is another three points. Okay, how many points for, for a heavy venom cannon or on who? You know, on Tyranid Warriors. <sighs> Great question. They're, they're basic bio cannons, so that would be yeah. Uh, for a venom cannons plus fifteen. Uh, no, okay. basic bio basic bio weapons. Uh, like spine cannons. fists are plus two, and death spit is a plus six. Uh, they're uh, in basic bio cannons, so we're looking at what venom cannons fifteen. Yeah. Fifteen and yeah, barbed strangler's ten. Yeah. There you go. Boom. That's why I was at. Oh, well, floating, you were floating over the base. wrong hyperlink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's the best. Like, it's right there. It's just like, you just, oh, there it is. 15 points. How can they not just make this? Doesn't matter. I'm just disappointed that the uh, the oh. new uh, White Dwarf stuff's not already there. I half expected it to be out <laughs> the day before it's coming in there. out. Because yeah. it normally is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Anyway. Sorry, it works, Tom. It works. Uh, did you no, make a fine. point, Logan, about this? Uh, yeah, no, I think it's it's worthwhile. The only issue is obviously um, you can only give one of them um, a venom cannon, so you're you're stuck with what yeah. eighteen inch range guns, which is is not terrible, but no, it's not fantastic either. Um, yeah, and fifty one points isn't too bad if you want to go cheapest chips anyway. But if you wanted to kind of go a little bit more value value town with those, you yeah. probably stick a couple of upgrades on there, slap a couple of rapid adaptations on there, and it's all right. It's not too bad. Right. Yeah, I don't have tons to what? add to that. No, it's fine. We've got one more stratagem, and it goes on to yeah, my, my only issue, sorry, is there you go for quite, it. You're quite CP light. Um, you need yeah, I spot CP in. Um, yeah. In this, I know that Innis is looking at battalions because he's a greedy mm. CP boy. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know, I don't know whether that is a CP that spend game mm. to buff up two <clears> warriors. I think it's. 51 points and you're never seeing those boys again they're just hiding mm. yeah enhanced brain functions let's go <laughs> yeah we'll get into that now so it's one two cp uh use the strategy when you're shooting phase and select one crusher stampede turn a warrior's unit from your army that's within engagement range of any enemy models so in melee until the end of the phase models in that unit can make range attacks using the big guns never tire rule 
as if it had the monster keyword, and that's one CP if it's five or fewer models, or two CP if it's more. So that just means you can shoot in combat. What do you think? Yeah, like situational, right? Though, but yes. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. What do you think, John? Are the things like the venom cannon are they heavy? Uh, so would you be I minus so. one? So you'd still be minus one. So it could make the difference, but it's nice to have that as a tool in your kind of tool set just in case. Yeah. But it is yeah. quite situational. Yeah, it's fine. What do you think, Logan? Um, uh, yeah, situational definitely would. Yeah, so it's only going to be one CP because you're not going to take two warrior units bigger than three anyway. Mm. Um, I mean, if you're just trying to pick up one model that's challenging, um, but you're obsec anyway. I'm not... It's nice to have the option. More options are, are better than none, right? Um, so Absolutely. To shoot into Absolutely. combat like like a monster. Yeah. It gives you some more flexibility with the Tyranid Warriors being able to push them up a bit more as well if you want to go big breaks. So, yeah, it's just more options, isn't it? Overall, I really, really like the um, Army of Renown. It's a pity it's in White Dwarf, um, but I think it gives a lot of life to a lot of units you wouldn't previously see. Um, I think that's and I the think key that's point, cool. right? Like that, that it's yeah. not just the same units rebuffed. Yeah, and it's also one of those where it probably disincentivizes you from taking the original NIDS list, right? It's, it's yeah. about that internal balance and about that, like, you know list variety within a codex um whereas i don't think this necessarily works if you're also going to go with hive guard because as we've already touched on quite a lot the cp spend is quite a lot right for, for both of those bills you can't necessarily combine them into, into one so yeah i'm a big fan of that i think it's pretty cool and i'm looking forward to seeing some units i want to see if the um demacrons are super oppressive um that's my only concern but i i would hope and my initial suspicion would be that we're okay and i'd have been pretty pretty good with that this year uh okay yeah i it's go on john sorry it's kind of nice that it's not locked to a sub faction as well yeah 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 because mm. the blood axe one's cool but your blood axes mm. so you kind of have to go with if you've got them painted up that way or or specific play styles whilst this at least gives you some choice across the monsters it's not just very specific things that you feel you kind of dip into hmm I think it's. I yeah, think absolutely. It's, I think it's good that it gives you the options, and like you said, like it actually. Is this the first? Uh, so we got the thing on the knights where the knights counted as more wound, as more models, right? But this is the first yeah. opportunity that we've seen to see how they tackle the big, the big guys in a small guy game, right? Mm. Yeah. Because the primary is so important, you need small guys. Tom, you talked about this the other week. The fact that we get so much trading in game is because yeah. really you're just you're just focusing on those 45 on primary and also trading yep. also ties in quite nicely um with being able to do things like uh fucking engage on all fronts and like fucking everything else right so you're yeah you're doing the primary you're doing the secondary in your kind of like positioning mm. construction at the same time this yeah. now throws like a spanner in the works a little bit because you're actually like oh okay even if i throw some guys on there i'm not really trading with a big monster mm. like i'm yeah. losing that like well, probably yeah, not though. you're trading down you're trading down yeah uh, unless and now it'll be interesting to see how they do with all the damages in 40k uh, although a swarm lord remains mandatory in every tyranny build you ever mm. take yeah yeah i like it i like it i think it's good i think it's good weird it's in white dwarf but other than that great yeah absolutely yeah i think um it's a good stat check uh as a as an army um yep. i don't think it's gonna be anywhere near a top tier army uh, to be honest with you Mm -hmm. um there's so many things that you need to power up with cp to make stuff scary 
um, in this. And I think that, you know, the model count is going to be really low. If you actually want to take objectives away from people, you're going to be, again, you need CP. You need mm. to risk, um, you need to risk expensive monster units that are still quite vulnerable. Because uh, realistically, this is a game in which anything can get picked up off the table. It's just how much resources you want to pump into it. So if you have mm. to put one of your Flyerants or a Dimacaron or something like that into into the open to hold some of the forward uh, objectives, mm. it's probably going to die next turn, yeah. regardless of how much you spend on it. I think the army is terrifying in combat. Um, there's loads of really cool and very strong... Uh, powers there but because you're monsters um getting into combat means traversing terrain as we were talking about earlier yeah. um and outside of flyerants and dimacarons you do actually have to care about terrain so being mobile yeah. limits you to maybe about three probably three three units um and of course if you are taking a hive guard it's impossible to screen them now so it's for someone to just tag them they they're fucked so um it's a really interesting conundrum in terms of a of an army of renown it's really really fluffy um it plays exactly how you think it it seems to play because obviously i've not played it it the, from reading the rules it seems like it would play exactly as you'd expect a army of nid monsters to play um and i think we'll see a lot of use but it'll be more like mid table stat check kind of gatekeeping yep kind of stuff it's similar not similar to knights really yes yeah yeah in in a similar way they have a lot of similar problems that knights do um knights obviously have access to more reliable ranged i think yeah um the well, nids are ranged a, a different way yeah you have more yeah. you have more shooting with the knights but the nids have an easier time getting on top of you i think yes exactly um, uh, I, you have I, the, I just... you have the one knight that can zoot across the table with advance and charge and all that crazy stuff and move ridiculously with the Storis build um, but other than that yeah you're not going to get jumped on turn one whereas this this can definitely jump you turn one yeah. the only problem is it's, it leaves its pants down it's, it's bums it exposed indeed. flapping yep. in the wind after that because there's <laughs> yep. just not there's not the crap. There's not the carpet there to, to just screen everything out. So I think that's the yeah. big problem. Yeah, I, I I would agree with you. I think I'm going to suspect this to be like a three and two army most of the time. Okay. Um, maybe I mean, in America you'll see a four though, one for a big but, stompy but, monster <clears throat> list, right? But I'm, I, this thing, I'm not even yeah. memeing though, because when yeah. I see knights get top eight at a big American event, I look at this and I'm like, yeah, this could probably do it as well. Yeah. Like, let's be let's be real. <laughs> like, if these stat checks can reach that, maybe they can. Maybe it can reach a four yeah. and one occasionally, but. But, and that, that's but great for an idiot not even right? Being able to just turn up to an event, throw some of their favourite monsters into people, and have some great games. And play them. Yeah, that's I thought you were going to say, "Oh, it's great for an idiot player," and not have to like feel like you're bringing. Like, like, not have to bring <laughs> gene stealers, right? You don't have to bring gene stealers. You don't have to bring the little guys if you don't really want to move blobs of twenty things around. No, because that's it's fucked, yeah. right? That's yeah, fucked. I think Ennis put an album. Uh, sorry, an album, an army up that was <laughs> like five big monsters, I think, and yeah. like. Some hive gardens. Some... I'll get you the exact tweet. You had three Demacarons in there. I think you had one flying hive turret. Let me just double check it. I can get the picture. Yeah, so let's. Oh, the glare on that picture. Fucking hell, Ennis. That's a terrible. I can't tell what's going on in that. So one, two, on parade yeah. yeah, three Demacarons, one flying hive tyrant, a swarm lord. Swarm lord. What's the thing at the one back? Malinfro. Is that a prime? That's some form of Trigon or Moloch. 
Yeah. He's got one unit of three warriors and then one unit of six hide guard. So he has one, two, three, four, five, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, uh, thirteen. Oh, he's got a um a zone throw character as well. Fourteen, fifteen, 16, seventeen models. It's one hiding box. in between the yeah. flying hive tyrant and the swarm lord. Yeah. Yeah, you're taking that that's in in one case, which is a fantastic <clears throat> army to turn up to a tournament with. So Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like fucking Dude. great. It's also covered in spikes though, so I'd be very careful. Just don't take it through Manchester Airport and you'll be okay. <laughs> do we do we feel like this is any sort of indication of their ninth book? Yeah, because with how kind of the well, rules the are point, kind of right? laid this, out. This is meant to be out before the so the Tyranny book was clearly meant to be out, right? It, by the way, uh, just because they released to... one off, they haven't released any before. Um, just because I happen to know, White Dwarf is done point. almost six months in advance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. Yeah. So I don't like, think that's leaking information. Like I think no, that's no, just no. generally how production, it works with print yes, with print range, yeah. yeah. That's uh, why I'm fascinated that it came out now. Um, so is, does that mean we're six to eight months behind yeah, schedule wise? 100%, 100%. Yeah, hundred percent. That's roughly where we're looking at already, roughly from estimates. And so. I think it's going to get longer. Yeah. What will be really interesting is what next month's White Dwarf will be, because it will be like. Here's some Eldar rules. Yeah, here's, here's, here's the Eldar. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, which is pretty interesting. Also, um, also means that maybe there isn't going to be a Tyranid expansion, or maybe there is, like, in addition. But, like, the Tyranid book will be very soon. Well, not very soon. It should be. But, like, we're super behind. I imagine it'll right? be, like, April, May. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, they probably had a white army of renown, says the fisherman in the chat. Really be inserted into a random white dwarf. I don't really I, like they. They probably have, but like they did say re refer to. I think. I think we should have Tyranids out already. Yeah, because the sister uh, was it the um, cult of strife one was just after the codex, like awkwardly close. Yes, and there's no the way same, they like wanted the them same to be. week almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was the, no, the same day, same weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, same yeah. weekend. It was just weird, wasn't it? Yeah, same day DLC. That was it. Yeah, yeah. It was bonkers. So that, that was doesn't feel by the way. intentional. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, all right, Still well, not benefit you either. <laughs> uh, fun time overall. Thanks, uh, guys, for having a really. And we fun also time. we also had um, like Tau and uh, Gene Stealer Colts and Custodians oh, yeah, the rules. Tau, oh, gosh, yeah. official. Yeah, and yeah. Some claws. I, I did. I'm going to be honest. I took like your heads. I, I took one look at like a summary of the Tau article, and I just thought I'm not reading that shit. Mm. Fuck that. It seemed really convoluted. Montcar, Cow Yon. If we're within 18 inches, and in, if it's turn three, then get the you know, fucking... And if it's a full moon, you can get plus two to your fucking weapon skills. In round three, <laughs> on a Sunday only. Yeah. Whilst wearing cargo shorts. Always yeah. wearing so them, everyone gets If you are in the top bracket, <laughs> receive an additional two units of free Vespid in Deep Strike on turn six. I mean, it's exciting it's... that, like, we're starting to... Like, that they have to give us, like, little tidbits from all the different codexes because they probably should mostly be out now. But they're so yeah. far behind, they, like, that it's just a bit of a... A bit of a mess. Uh, and, yeah, the bin guy might be doing it, uh, ultimately. Um, although I don't think the bin guy works in 40k. But he might. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> plot twist, Rob. Speaking of which, that, I actually like I actually wanted to talk about this a little bit. So I, I watched your Nurgle review, Rob. Yeah. And you were talking about how um haven't done when it yet, you but... take away well a, a Nurgle, yeah, a Nurgle look. Yeah. yeah. You, you did a Nurgle look. And you were talking about how when you take away an army's ability to do certain things, you push it towards one style of play and one win condition, right? Yeah. 
And I'm liking how Tyranids now have multiple ways to build their book and achieve multiple win conditions. Same, same. I think it's I think it's a really good parallel. And, I think... and still maintain their identity as well. Well, it's like insightful, right? Like, it's insightful. Yeah. They understand, like, <coughs> when they just buffed Hiveguard again, sorry, when they just buffed Hiveguard again, you're like, okay, right? But, like, when they understand how to make a very separate playstyle, that's really good. Anyway, let's head out. Yeah, uh, I think, I on, think that's really, really healthy, man. Um, and the fact that they showed that is encouraging, given that we were talking about sub-factions and stuff on the mm. show a couple of weeks ago and how they don't really lend themselves to actually encouraging different playstyles. I think stuff like this. Uh, it'd be very interesting to see, however, how these armies look. Uh, sorry, how like Leviathan and Crusher Stampede look with mm. the new book because they might... You know, as I said, they're, they're, they're propped up by Hiveguard. Um, see, because Hiveguard are 100% getting the shaft. 100% getting the shaft yeah. um, when this new book comes out. Um, will they replace it with stuff that's useful uh, in a different way? You don't really know. Like, this looks like it's this, this um, army of renown gives me a sliver of hope that they know what they're doing but i've got five years worth of well at least you know well more than that but you know multiple years on years on years of it's just a, a the wheel of fortune as to whether stuff's good or not uh, and how it works together because it's definitely not it's definitely not by design that some things mm. are great and some things aren't and some things are ridiculously strong and some things just completely suck um but this is at least a sliver of, oh, actually, we want you to play like this, and here's rules that encourage you to play like this, and these rules are actually good enough to make you want to try and play like this. Um, secondaries are a big thing as well, aren't they? So I'm really looking forward to seeing the new missions uh, and secondary changes, and obviously when the Nid book comes out, what secondaries they get, because that is definitely a make or break for uh, factions out there as well. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's Again, I, I don't know if I'm an idiot getting my hopes up that this is going to be a thing, but... No, also, like, the Nid book, as well as most of the Xenos books, is there opportunity to just have a real great time writing weird and janky rules? Because it's, mm. like, all the power armor, yeah? <laughs> like, over there. And then you're like, cool, you Nids now, do some weird shit. Like, do, like have fun. Like, same with Orcs, right? Like, same with, like, well, unfortunately, Craftworld. Um, oh, uh, like, so, anyway. Well, no, Craftworld will just be, here's all the best broken stuff at a 25% point discount. Yes. It's going to yes. be awful times. It's going to be brilliant. I'm, gonna, I'm really looking forward to it. I am not uh, looking forward to it. Okay, uh, Logan, you're going to do some painting this week, buddy? You and me? Ooh, absolutely. Team I'm trying buddy? to get, I want to get at least five Vanguard finished with their bodies maybe not the arms not do all the arms in one go but i want to get at least five bodies and bases done so that you know i can i can look at a model and at least start to believe that i will see it on the tabletop at some point soon okay rad that's fucking rad i'm vibing on that uh john i'm not going to commit to finishing a unit of five vanguard i don't want to let myself <laughs> down. I commit yeah. to painting some more 
yeah, yeah. you shouldn't don't, don't hold yourself to that just try and enjoy the process basically i and and also just do, if you do five you'll feel like you finish five it'll be great like if you stare down the barrel of like 20 in a go it's awful in my opinion uh john you doing any hobby this week or what um, I'm actually going to try to paint my boss in Mega Armor and my Commandos because they're just sat there kind of... Yeah, baby. Wait, because those Commandos are great. Those models. Well, the oh, Kill Team gosh. Commandos. Yeah, yeah. I've got, oh, I've got three squads God. of them now. So I've got to paint one of them. You've got three squads. How did you do that? So I bought the Kill Team box when it dropped because I wanted the terrain because I'm an idiot. And I wanted the cool Commandos. And I, I enjoyed playing uh, Kill Team. Um the missus got a, a bonus for Christmas, and so she bought me another box because she's also an idiot. Oh. And then I traded some chaos stuff for another squad of them. So, job, job. Right, okay. So, okay, that's pretty it's good. easy to make this stuff happen. So, uh, That's pretty great. I'm very jealous because they're fantastic models. Like, fantastic. <laughs> Those bomb squigs. Uh, oh, baby. <laughs> uh, Tom, what are you doing this week? Uh, by the end of, or by the start of next show, yeah. I will have finished painting this bastion. Oh! What? Interesting. I need to get the uh, fortifications. Oh the, uh... God, that was me panicking, thinking it was no. a stormcast. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's not back. I've just got a shelf. I'm gonna start working my way down my shelves. Uh, yeah. For you know my my office. I've got several yeah. shelves. I've yeah, got... yeah. They are quite oh, useful yeah. in a game got... still. If you just say I'm... that you can't land on top of them. This way, when I look to my right, I can see the progress I'm making yeah. and feel good about myself. That's good. That's that good. Uh, I'm going to correct the airbrush out tomorrow and actually try and do the oh. the terrain via airbrush. So we'll see. Smart. Nice. We'll see. Yeah. Have you got any uh, metallics that you can fire for an airbrush? Not really going to. I'm mainly. I've already base sprayed. I've used the um, the graffiti spray. So uh, yeah. big shout out to oh, Montana okay. Gold. Uh, if you guys are, oh, okay. uh, know who, like what that brand is. So Montana Gold. Um, and I've already done it in like a pretty kick ass copper all over so now nice. i'm just now i'm just basically manipulating that copper um uh, into into different shades basically uh, is i would be for. careful with I've some, always of known gold, yes. some of their metallics rob i found that i've got their kind of rose gold it almost had like a weird when i brushed stuff on it was almost like a um a shim like a shine to it so it was kind of like it looked like the liquid was sitting on top of it so so basically uh, a lot of that montana stuff because it's outside spray it's fairly yeah. hydrophobic so yeah. it's something to be conscious of, um, but actually, uh, I've, I've, I've like I've also used the black for uh, my orcs and stuff, and it isn't really a problem as long as you're conscious of that. Um, yeah, it, so that was my shock with my terrain because uh, it's apparently champagne metallic is what I used. So what you, yes. all you do is just you just wait 24 hours for it to set. Ah, good to know. Uh, is the key point uh, because basically, uh, because they can they can spray in basically in it almost raining. Uh, conditions uh, with that spray so it's got a slightly different composition to maybe hobby paint uh, but anyway uh, I digress thanks what to... happened to this show <laughs> I know thanks to all three of you for the Nick great and we released our inner hobby because he was the meta gamer of us all yeah that's I still true. I still want to find a designer who can make me some dreadnought weapons Rob oh yes uh, Shadow Sun, that's who I was going to message. Uh, Shadow Sun, if he's still in the chat, if not, I'll link you up. Shadow Sun okay. can. Also, yeah. if you would yeah. like your dreadnoughts to have boobs, definitely Shadow oh, Sun. Please, no. I do not. <laughs> can I interest you in that? No. Certainly not. Oh. Okay. You will not be missed. <laughs> Shadow Sun <laughs> is in the chat. Shadow Sun in the chat. Hello, love boobs. Uh, <laughs> 
uh logan needs someone to design something for him so uh that's there you go you got a hookup uh thank you to you three you've been great any shout outs before you go logan tom john anyone um shout out to you hope you feel better thank you very much for still coming through and doing the show i know you're not feeling very well rob so yeah appreciate that uh, start, man. Tom? and don't forget to thin down your paints and uh, just drag the side along the edge every edge every edge all of those pieces of leather and pieces of armor on every single boy all of them all of the boys they're, they're all the best boys so have you have you ever painted gums because i have now Oh yes, yeah, right. <laughs> They're good on orcs, yeah. Oh, right. You only need you only need two colours on on orc guns. Okay. They're really satisfying, actually. Purple and pink. That's all you need to, do. and that's yes. it. It's done. Because remember, play, play you're some... doing it for you're painting for them to look good from three feet away. Yeah. So you just need the contrast. That's all you need. Get yeah. that yeah. contrast. I don't mean contrast paint. Rob. Oh, it's still good paint. I mean, it's colour theory. I mean, the colour. You know, it needs to look. You need to have that light and dark contrast so that you see the depth you exaggerate the depth and you can see it from they'll look great from a distance and you'll be proud of them thanks bud just do the work do the work do the work do the work i'm gonna win the best painting next year that's my plan that's my plan are you gonna get it commissioned like uh your favorite content creators out there yeah show off your show off your best painted award uh invitational tournament and then not tag the person that painted the army for you. <laughs> Definitely should do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. Tom, any hollers? I'd like to shout out uh, the new um, list we have coming out. So we've got the T-Sports Network. Yeah. We've got the Honest Wargamer. And we've got the Honest Wargamer Commission Painting Service. Um, I'd like to shout that out. Uh, for you know. Is it us four? Are we? Yeah. Okay. Three of us I are going to really be. I have a waiting list of about six years. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> hey, this service, you you like sometimes like when you send a commission painter your army, you want them to take their time to do it properly, but you also want it quickly so you can go to that event. Yeah. But if you want your commission painter to take the most time to make your army look awesome, send us your army. We can't promise you'd ever receive it back, but send us your army and we will paint it. And Probably. it will look awesome. So is it like gold, yes. silver, and like the top tier is like crystal? Adamantium. Yeah. No, no. They're all slate like different shades of like translucent <laughs> to transparent because you never see them again. Yeah. <laughs> never see it again. Yeah. So coming soon from us. Uh, John, mm. anyone? Uh... Send us your armies, please. I would like to shout out Fletcher Paints because that is a great commission painter that doesn't get enough credit. Who is that? Okay, great. Me too. I'm going to shout he out paints him. The sure, I'm Googling that. Who's he shoot? Who's he, who's he paint for? He paints uh, for the, the great list creators out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's okay. pretty good. If we keep shouting about, can we get all our armies? He paint? won't take commissions anymore as well because he he's, he's too busy. He works exclusively yeah. for, for them wow. over there. Wow. I mean, it, he's a brizzle yeah. boy for painting. Okay. All right, well, shout out to him. Do, I've, I discovered him because he was doing up flesh terror stuff, and then I found. Oh, him. gorgeous yeah, stuff! Really good. His army, his armor is sick. Yeah. Oh, look at that white on that apothecary. He's awesome. got. He has the perfect balance of speed and contrast. If you if you look up close at what he's doing, he does a, a sensational um, airbrush blend, and then the contrast of the edge highlight really makes it pop. 
but it's fast as well. The method I know that he paints very quickly for a lot of this stuff, and it's 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 that is for me the pinnacle of commission painting. Tabletop plus. Yes. Yeah, the perfect name for a commission painter. Okay, great. All right, love you three. I'm shouting you three out. It's been a great time. Yeah. Au revoir.